I hear you. Okay, you I could hear good? you. I thought, yeah, yeah we're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. Man, look at that haircut. Mm. Sorry, I just ran. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, now, do you get your new equipment or is this the old equipment? This is the old equipment. I haven't had a chance to. Um, I just got here last night, so I haven't like been setting anything it's up all right. yet. Uh, now, do you get your new equipment? Now you're playing. This is the old equipment. I haven't had a chance. Do you hear that? I just got here last night. Yeah, sorry. You all have right, a YouTube channel open. We're good. We're good. What? Why do you tell everybody your dreams about starting your own podcast here, uh, Mr. Bush League mistake? Well, I was speaking with a, a close trust. Oh, uh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. And um, he was saying that you've already got 47 subscribers on YouTube without even putting out a single video. So I think that's a sign that uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll take some pointers from you, uh, the guys at Masculine Geek. Um, although you know, not to interrupt, but only if you had a network of people that would promote your show too, like maybe Doc or Bacon or or, or Eric Corey, Eric Corey, yeah. Eric Corey. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what this person's name is, right? Well, that's Vlad Elkham. Sure, that's that's Eric Corey's best friend. It's, it, it is. It is. We need to get you one of these instead of a glass of booze. It would be what, like, uh... <laughs> God, not to be nothing. It'd be. It'd be an unwitch from uh, what's who has the unwitch? Jimmy John's and soda water. Uh, but I did I did drop like five pounds of fat because uh, this is a no joke diet I'm on, and I am sick and tired. I I was in a great mood this morning, <clears throat> and then just going through the daily penury of dealing with Americans and public, I'm already in a bad mood. But I have I have a question I want to ask. This one, I have several questions I want to ask. But you, now that you brought up um, your bobblehead, explain this story. How did that come to fruition? How did you get a bobblehead? Sorry, I lost you there for a second. You were asking how about did the you bobblehead? how did you get a bobblehead? Sorry, dude. Can you Technical hear difficulties. Me? One more time. How did you get a bobblehead? Okay, so um, this was actually a Christmas gift um, that I only received last night because I just got into town. I'm not in Chicago right now. And um, a very talented, uh, beautiful, smart, intelligent, creative, yada, 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 special person uh, had this custom made. And mm -hmm. it really does look like me. And she took bobble it. the head. I haven't, I haven't even seen a bobble the head. Well, the head doesn't really bobble. It's more like. Well, then a, how is a bobble head? Well, I didn't know what else to call it. Like the head oh. doesn't bobble. It's more like an action figure, I guess, except wearing a suit. <laughs> Watch him do super powerful accounting. Kapow. Somebody had a cool comment. They said it looks like a Patrick Bateman. Um, you know who Patrick Bateman is? Was that from American Psycho? American Psycho. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, well, anyway. She took it from a picture where I swear to God, I look exactly like this. I'm going to post that on Facebook and Instagram later today. I'm going to do the side by side so you can see it's like looking in a mirror. You know what would make a great thumbnail for all your Vlad Elkham's podcasts is if you had that in the right light and it just standing there with kind of a, a simple backdrop with its shadow up against the wall. I think that would make a great image for the Vlad Elkham's hour. 
The Vlad Elkins Hour. So should right. I call it that? <laughs> no, you probably want to call it Chad Elkins. The I I like the Elkins Hour. When we had Jan, we called it the Elkins Hour. And then that one uh I'm I'm sorry, I'm in a bad mood, so I can't curse. That bitch from Brazil complained because you sang your own lyrics from the girl from Impanema. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. That's from Bumble. Uh, yeah, and by the way, to all the right there, lady, we'll sing whatever song we want with whatever lyrics. Go fuck yourself. And she was in these United States, right? She was in Chicago. My favorite oh. was she was bat. She was like, oh, and that Aaron Clary guy, he seems so sure of himself, you know. You mm-hmm. <laughs> so why don't you go back to Brazil, lady? If you're so proud of Brazil, why don't you go? Oh, cause it sucks, and that's why you're here in the states. You know, I never got a chance to respond to her. She blocked me right after that. This is like a year and a half ago. So who who cares? This is what, two years ago, three years ago? It was a while ago. Yeah. Where where do you think she is now? Probably the same shithole neighborhood in Chicago that she lived Mm. in. I won't say which one. Was she, uh, without going into details, what was her profession? Like, uh, can you be general about that? I can, and it'll make you laugh and cringe at the same time. Not teacher. Okay. Non-profit. Oh, okay. So she's poor. She's perennially pissed off. Liberal is never like when I, okay, let's say, hear me out on this. It's tax season coming up for you. And you set out to do Frank's accounting. Okay. Frank comes in with it. He's on time and everything. He gives you all the documentation. Do you accomplish that goal of finishing Frank's accounting? I, I, if, Frank has brought all the documentation I need, then yes, yes, I can get that done. So you achieve a goal? Uh, yes. Okay, so I have a client at Asshole Consulting, and the client comes in, has a question, I answer the question, they give me the money, have I completed a goal? Yes. Right. What would it be like in your mind if you worked in a profession where you never completed your goal because your goal was impossible to achieve and the solution you kept hammering was more of white men's money, what would, what, what if that was your only tool? It would not solve the problem, but it's those rat bastard whites and it's those rat bastard males. And we got to go give it to the other people who are poor. And then year after year after year, you're, the people you're trying to help, not only do you fail on that goal, the goal gets further and further away. What would that do to your psychology, knowing you're an utter failure, never achieving your goals? Now, me personally, I would hate mm-hmm. that and I would hate myself. Right. But remember, I think you and I think differently than the people that thrive in these uh, environments. I They thrive financially if you can call getting paid $30,000 a year to live in a highly <laughs> cost yeah. area. Uh, to live in a crappy neighborhood, to not really do anything. I think it's going to wear and tear on them a bit. Because even I, as philosophical as I try to be with the an hour, it doesn't matter. You just lost an hour of your life. That's it. Now, what did you get paid? And so it doesn't matter if you're filing or facts or something like that. But there is something to be said that if I was doing sovereign risk analysis, which I was at one time, that did feel psychologically more rewarding than filing and faxing. Now, as I've gotten older, I've been able to kind of blur that out. But I think the average person, especially when your entire value system has been hinged upon you making a difference and day after day, you don't make no difference. You really, I think it's even more debilitating to those type of people where not only do they never achieve a goal or incremental goals, 
um, that, that like, I never, do you value like your, your morality and principles and ethics and who you are on the fact you're an accountant? Well, I mean, that's a part of who I am. So, you know, it's, an, I, I, it, co- it aligns with my values, like being a All right. Like All right. That. But it's not like, it's not like the biggest, most important thing to you. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm a podcaster and you know, that, no, that no, no. kind of thing. This, these people have nothing else, nothing else, but their career. And mm-hmm. so I can guarantee you the curse of the Clary. That is one miserable bitch because oh, you yeah. got to be pissed off and fucked in the head to think that two dopey guys. I don't even think we made anything that, that crude or no. crass about it. I can't remember. No. <clears throat> and that's the national song. I'm like, all right, just, I mean, why are you alive? Why, why are you here? If, if this is your daily life, what, what is that like? I still have that. I mean, I, uh, Save I never it. posted it, but I still Save have that it. message. Yeah. Save it so you never forget. Um, Speaking of not forgetting, so you had a female persuasion person. Go think about that. Come up with this idea and give you a Vlad Elkham's, not bobblehead, just a an action figure. A Vlad Elkham's action figure, right? Mm-hmm. Vlad Elkham. All right. This person also, also cooks a lot of, of food for you. Vlad Elkins. See the Vlad Elkins. Yeah. Uh, and this person also painted a painting for you, if I recall correctly. Two, Two paintings. paintings. Yes. How does that compare to Cuddle Wilkins? I'm wondering <laughs> how how close is is Cuddle Wilkins a really close second? Are they neck and neck? Or or here's and here's why I asked this. Isn't it funny what happens when a woman treats you nice? You're actually my answer is going to be a little bit surprising to you. So okay. you're right. This one treats me so much better than you know who ever did. However, mm-hmm. I reached into my backpack here. There uh-huh. was one thing that Cuddlewooks was one of her only talents, and I'm going to show you what it was. Giving you a blowjob? She wasn't even a good hat. at that. She knits very well. So she oh, well, yeah, shit, look out that. Whoa. Okay, you could yeah. replace that with Walmart. That's okay. <laughs> well, I had to be intellectually honest. But, yeah, that was really the only thing she could sort of do was, like, knit things for me. Right, so, and and fall, you know, get you in trouble with the cops. I, I understand. Almost that, get that, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, almost get you arrested. So I just I, – I, uh, when the female persuasion person got that for you and informed me, and showed it and said, don't tell Vlad. I'm like, okay, I won't. Uh, after kind of like, wow, that is really cool what she did. That that took some thought. That girl, I think she likes you. Um, yeah. Then I'm like, what? why is it so hard for women to treat guys nice? Like, like I'm not, you're not the only one that was in a relationship, but where it was shit. But I'm just like, the concept of treating your significant other like shit and getting drama and all that other bullshit. And here's a gal that cooks for you and gets you an action figure. And I'm just like, it's not that hard, ladies. Don't be bitches. Don't be Kwantahas. Do nice things. And it it just is like, wow. And what's really kind of sad is how frequent of an event is that? That a girl has done something that kind and thoughtful for you. I mean, I didn't even know it was possible. I'd had so many bad experiences <laughs> Yeah. You know, before this, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody, I think most everybody that I had experience with was all about what can I extract from this guy? You know, whether mm. it's time, money, attention, just whatever. Um, and it's nice to not be so concerned about that these days. Yeah. There's a lot more, you know, selflessness. It, it 
it just amazes me where where even logic forget mind games and all that other bs or maybe these girls are truly because the your track record as well as mine is pockmarked with not nice people right and and like professionalists who i think maybe are so doped up and so injected and addicted to whatever feminist whatever socialist political ideology that they i wonder if they even are aware that one there's another person involved here and two how about you try to be nice like how and as as I get older, I think I'm I'm cynical, and I look at it, and I'm like, no, like sadly, girls really think that treating a man nice is wrong, or that it's not even it doesn't even come across them. And I'm thinking like, yeah, this is fucked up. So I just want to point this out because while you're in the thick of it, you kind of lose focus and and, and um, context. It is rare now, exceptionally rare, that a girl treats you nice. Yeah. And and I, I, ladies, at any time you want to get a guy, you could start it like being nice. All right. Or or how about just don't be a mean weapons grade bitch? How about that? How about shut the fuck up about your career? Shut the fuck up about your worthless degrees. Shut the fuck up about your politics. And how about you just be a pleasant individual to be around? That goes for friends, too. Like it wouldn't even be romantic. It's like, hey, how about not be a dick? Well, I got to say this, at least for the whole like female persuasion thing, a lot of this, as you've been telling me for years, was self-inflicted because I lived in Washington, D.C., New Mm. York City, Chicago. Mm. I mean, who are you going to find in these places? It's not nice women. True, but I've I've ran into conservative guests. It's not the politics. I I would actually argue it's more of the culture. Uh, It absolutely has to be. Because I ran into conservative gals, especially the Christian types. Holy, I mean, there's, in other words, there's no correlation. I I would just, I think, I would say it's generational, it's cultural. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you girl, I, I can't, I'm getting a little bit more gals in that, that ask me how to find a guy. So, and uh, in addition to the basics, don't be fat, don't have another man's kid. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so fucking simple that I'm, I'm gobsmacked is that the word like i don't understand how you can't figure out this simple fucking shit be nice that's it show the fuck up on time be of a pleasant demeanor that's generally good advice regardless of who you're interacting with and i was just like wow it's it is shocking a girl cooks for you painted two pictures for you and got you an action figure it's like whoa Whoa, what's wrong with her? And I, I would love to see the female reaction on the leftist feminist type of, you know, anti-male side. Like, we're really anti, like, oh, she's a, well, how is she failing? Like, what is the criticism? Oh, my God, she treated a guy nice. Oh, I can't believe it. It's like, okay, so we are at war then. All right, fine. Fuck you. Shink, shink. Here we go. I just, I just, and I just had an epiphany like yesterday. I just want to point out to you boys, like, it is sad, the state we're in now, where if a girl does something nice, that's the exception. You know, right. that's, that's it, yeah. So so rare. I, it's just, it's unbelievably rare, at least for me. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's for everyone. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. And, and it, I would like to get to the point where it's like, no, you, tr- treating a guy nice, treating anyone nice. Like whether you're in, in professional circles, at your job, at your career, at school, whatever, 
if people don't treat you at least courteously with, with civility and, and, and respect, um, if they don't do that, they're mean. They play my get the fuck out of here. Just get the you don't even tolerate them. Fuck you. I'm on welfare. I'll go collect a government check. I'm not tolerating your fucking lying ass psychotic bullshit. Whether that's yeah. a boss, a friend, or a, a, a female. But it's just, yeah, it's, uh, oh, well, good. Well, I'm glad, <laughs> glad we had this chat. So that's it for the podcast. We don't have anything else to talk about. Uh, All right. Well, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I got, um, I have a very short question about dogs because on the way back, um, so dogs, they uh, all descend from wolves, right? Yeah. Or maybe dingoes down in Australia, but the feral, big hunting yeah, the dogs. Gray wolves. Yeah, yeah, wolves. Yeah, yeah. Generally, the wolf family is where the dogs mm-hmm. come from. Then humans got in there, and we bred them for different things. <clears throat> and then, more recently in human history, we bred them to be mutants because we found them cute. So then you get like wiener dogs, although those are uh, bred to hunt out badgers. You remember okay, my parents' dog? Huh? You remember my parents' dog? Oh, I hate poodles. Oh, I hate <laughs> poodles. They're so ugly. Like, what is the point? And they're they're. The fur is all oily and gross. It's, oh, I don't like poodles. Um, <clears throat> a pit bull, I could see, like, it's a protection attack dog. Um, but, man, you got things like pugs. A pug don't do nothing. Uh, what was it? French bulldogs? They don't do nothing. English bulldogs, they just sit and become a black hole of intense, dense matter. Like, a singularity you can't escape. It's event horizon. So, hmm. I'm on my way back from Subway. I'm at the stoplight and then a mother, daughter, a couple, little, little girl, uh, come walking across and the little girl has a little pug and I love pugs. I think they're the ugliest things possible. <laughs> and he's just having a good old time. It's a nice day in Vegas and he's walking and trotting around. So then a car goes by and a, a normal big size dog. I think it was a black lab has his head out and starts barking at the pug. Very obviously sees the pug and says, it's a dog here. <clears throat> Here's my question. Unlike hum- humans, we have breeds, right? There's different races. I think, you know, tall people in, in Scandinavia, like Jack, um, short <laughs> people, like um, in, in Ecuador. Um, you know, it, there's different colors, different hairstyles, all that. But we all can recognize each other as human. We all look human. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, how did the big, normal looking dog even recognize the pug was a dog? Because I, I think they've been so mutated away from each other. Like, how do like how does a, I mean a Rottweiler can breed with a pug? How is that? You know, I go to Oregon. You know, every Christmas yeah. every year, and of mm-hmm. course, my parents are there. They've got that tiny little toy poodle, and mm-hmm. my sister and brother in law have this huge um, Australian, or it's either Alaskan or Australian Malamute. It might be Alaskan. It's okay. this huge dog, just Big huge, thing. Right. like a husky, right. but way bigger. And it's odd, like the little poodle, who's who's a male, kind of like bosses that big old female dog around. Like it happens, somehow. yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, even there, there's a relationship. Like the dogs, despite being so far evolutionarily apart, they still know their dogs. Yeah, I think Whereas, it's the scent. You know, like they smell each oh. other. Is like. Well, um, okay. How the dog driving by real quick even recognize the pug then? Because that was all visual. I don't think he could have picked up the pug scent. 
Uh, I just think their sense of smell is so strong that the second they're in range of one of their own, even if it's a way different breed, like way different breed. Well, maybe that um, is because because I was maybe. Yeah, you're right. And I'm no I'm no dog expert, but I was sitting there thinking like after a while, wouldn't you just assume that's a whole other different animal like a bird? Yeah. Like, you know, you take a, a wiener dog and you compare him to a Siberian husky like this is Siberian. Like, that would be like a human. Let's let's consider this, okay? It'd be like a that you got the husky. That's a real. Let's take a wolf husky type thing. That's a real dog, mm-hmm. okay? That's <clears throat> German shepherds. Those are pretty close to the wolves, all right? So you're hairy, you're eighty pounds or so, um, you're you're tallish, and then you see, let's say the wiener dog, okay? So the wiener dog is basically bald because it's got mm-hmm. short hair and you got real hair, right? So you have a bald dog that is one eighth the size so hmm. what if we saw a human that had no hair was one eighth the size but really fat because we dogs <laughs> are really long you see what i'm and and if you had a pug it'd have this mushed up face that would weird you out as a human you'd be like what what it you would you even think that was human no but i mean we're not evolved to like uh you know, know all the sense and everything. Like, can you imagine a house cat somehow being dropped in the middle of Africa and coming across a tiger? You know, would they recognize each other? Yeah, as- that's, yeah. Would would they, but I think cats are more homogenous. Like, okay, you got that, but they're all about yay big mm-hmm. and they're all assholes and um, they all think that they're great. And, you know, they, they're not as variant as the dogs, but I'm wondering like, when does the day come that one breed of dog is so different from the other breed of dog. It can't, it can't even breed if it didn't want to, or if it wanted to. And then to like, where you didn't recognize it as another, but I just, I was just amazed by that. That dog knew it was a dog, even though it looked nothing like that dog. (laughs) I just think inherently, uh, whether it's scent or something, these same species have to be able to recognize each other. You think insects recognize like, you know, other insects to similar. Oh, I don't know. But you know, you're probably right about that where um, they pick up on a scent or a chemical. It could, you know what? It could be something as simple as that. He just smelled the dogs. The dogs issue was scent. Yeah. And I think that's it. Yeah. But I was, I'm just amazed at how mutated and specialized all the different dogs have become yeah but they still associate with one another somehow i was i was very i know how poodles like came in all these different sizes like apparently they you'd get runts out of every you know litter of puppies and they would just mix with other runts so they would create like small really small dogs Teacup dogs you know, big, ones yeah. big ones yeah yeah well, I don't like poodles. I don't know. All right. Well, let's get some. We got some super chats here, and I want to talk about Minneapolis when you're on, too. Kate Ann for $2. Oh, she looks good. Uh, your She's fave female fan, plus one, being feminine and pleasant. Yeah. Yeah, that's Amy Taylor. That's, oh, really? I'm kidding. I'm giving Ann go. Oh, that, that oh was okay. I was like, wait, what? Um, yes. Kate, Kate is, well, how do we measure number one fans? Uh, how good looking they are. It can't just be self-declared. Well, no, looks is one. I mean, Kate's definitely good looking, but like, how about, um, uh, uh, fervor, I guess, for lack of a better word. I don't want to say sycophant, but, um, excitement. I got, there's some other gals in competition. I mean, they're not, not, not all of them are as good looking as Kate. Uh, one of them's about 20 feet away from me. Yeah, she 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 is. Yeah, she's a she's one. But like, I have to give um, 
like Jennifer, um, what's her name? Um, oh, I forget her name. She was in St. Paul. There's some gals who've been around for over a decade. Uh, there's a gal called Jayla. She was a client. Nice, uh, beautiful black girl. If any of you guys are down south and want to be hooked up with a smart gal, she's going to become a doctor. She's, she's, um, God, what's the word I'm looking for? It, uh, huh? not obsessed. <laughs> they're, 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 some people cheer a little bit more than others. Like some people are more excited shaking their pom pom. Now, Kate shakes her pom poms pretty good, and the ones in her hands too. But I'm saying uh, that the, you know, that, uh, but some, there's, uh, Oh, I got another one. Joy. Joy's a regular gal. She's very uh, exuberant. Very exuberance. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Exuberance. So, what about um, Mrs. Brown? Oh, boy, yeah, Mrs. Brown. Marcus's mom. She's a pretty big fan. She's a fan of all of us, though. I think she just likes us boys for making sure <laughs> Marcus didn't fall down the wrong path or something. So uh, There's actually a Marcus Brown in the chat, but I don't think it's the Marcus Not our Brown. Marcus Brown? Okay. Yeah. How dare somebody else have the name Marcus Brown? So, all right, all right, Kate. For today, you'll be the number one female fan. fan. We'll, 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 uh, she looks good. She is good. Uh, Juan, the Aztec patriarch, for a buck ninety nine. How's it going, fellas? It's going well. It's I mean, going well. More importantly, for Juan, how's your uh, your brain injury? He had a slight oh. brain infection. Yeah, not not big or nothing. Um, but he was in the hospital, and um. He, he couldn't work and he was, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you need any money? He's like, no, San Francisco got covered. I'm like, good. Have those, get some of our money back from those leftist pieces of shit. So, um, yeah, I hope he's doing well. Uh, Shout I out to Forney was... in the chat who says he's sick. Um, Forney's in the chat? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what's he got? Does he, have, uh, does he have corona? Uh, he just said I'm sick as hell. He didn't say if he's got the bug. Mm. Um Anyway, who's next? We do next Whoa. is uh, Mexi Mike uh, for two bucks. Oh yeah, let the money roll in. Hunk alert! I don't know who's he talking to. <laughs> Probably you. You're the one. You're the one that shakes your tush, and we get all the yes right there. Seriously, get that. Um, put that on like just a white white board with a white wall in the back. Take a camera with a light so the shadow of it. Um, goes up against the back wall. Take mm-hmm. a picture of that. Then you got a white background. You could put the Elkins Hour and then whatever subtitle. It'd be perfect, perfect, and boom, you're off to the races in your podcasting. I think we can do that when I'm down here. Hey, did know. you uh, did you show your mind your dad that yet? I did. Yeah, last what? night. What was, was the response? To, well, they liked it. Actually, this was weird. And so I, she's like, my parents didn't know about the whole Vlad Elkins thing. So oh, okay. in the text, she's like, you know, can you explain that to your father? Am I, we don't understand it. So I go, well, you know, as you know, politically, I don't align with the people in Chicago. So this helps me sort of hide my identity. And I never got a text after that. So I, cause you know what my parents persuasion is. So can, but see there again, can your parents not be proud of you, man? You never oh, went back home. Okay. But you know, geez, of all the things like, oh, well, I would have if I had a son and he knew a girl and the girl took it upon herself to be clever enough and thoughtful enough to create an action figure or bobblehead of my son. I would be like, oh, my God, what about it? And then, well, why is it? Why is it Eric Corey? And then my son would say, well, I used to know this guy in Chicago and he was dating this weapons grade bitch who needed to like fall <laughs> off a cliff three times or something just to make sure because <clears throat> you can't kill a vampire. 
And uh, and then uh, we had to go with a different name for me because otherwise she'd get upset that she was talking to me. And so we came up with Eric Core. I say, ah, I get it now. And I'd be like, that's great, son. And but no, no, once you see it, then they don't talk to you no more. Well, huh? I also sent you that video that, or I sent them that video that we sent you. No, they were impressed with it. They thought it was cool. I just noticed the conversation like stopped as soon as I mm-hmm. gave him the reason, you know, for the I, Vlad Elkins thing. I don't know how your old man could be a CPA, know what people pay in taxes, and they're like, oh, well, you're just not paying enough. I don't know either. I really and don't. He, he was no hippie either. Mm-mm. He was in the mm-hmm. military. Yeah. Um, Freddie Moses for 10 British Kind pounds. of a cool name, Freddie Moses. Uh, hey, Cappy, happy to see you are finally starting to take diversity and inclusion more seriously. Please keep bringing more members of the LGBTQ plus community on the channel for discussions. I think he's calling me gay. I don't think you're gay. <laughs> Unless he's talking about somebody else. Maybe Jack Napier or something. <laughs> <laughs> Rare. What, what's, uh, what's the emoticon he's got there? I can't make him. Oh, it's a rainbow me. flag. Oh, it doesn't even show up here on the thing. I'm no, we're we're fine with. Uh, I just ran into a gay guy yesterday. I had actually an interesting conversation about the um, gay nightclubs in Minneapolis. Oh right, uh, of which he had not been to. And I said, and I sang the now that was back in the '90s and the aughts when it was really cool to go to those places. Now I don't know if they're even open anymore. Um, in part because of the disease, in part because millennials and and Zoomers don't go out, and in part because oh, they're burning everything down. So, right. um, you know, but uh, uh, you, there's not a lot of, we don't have a lot of, uh, gay guys or lesbian gals in the community. Do we, um, there's Jack Donovan. <laughs> well, no, um, seriously, he is. He's, he's, I, I think he's, he's obviously the foremost, but I guess because of the nature of, of the red pill, it's heterosexual men chasing oh. after heterosexual women. So there's not that many. And then gay men, they got the best setup ever. It's like, hey, you're, you're a man and you like to have sex. And you got a, a sex drive. Me too. Their problem is solved. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they have much use for the red pill community here. Um, yeah. Like I got when you said uh, Jack Donovan, I got him mixed up with Jack Murphy. Who I didn't really no, know not about. Jack Mur- No, Jack yeah. Donovan yeah. is is a, a homosexual, uh, but a masculine and one of the original guys. Great, deep philosophical thinker too. Um, you know, read his book, The Way of Men. You have a gay guy writing arguably the most masculine and on point book of of men's masculinity, The Way of Men. Get that? That's mandatory reading. Mandatory reading if you haven't read that. Uh, so Freddie Moses clarified in the chat, uh-huh. yeah, it was indeed a joke about me. Like he was calling me gay. <laughs> yeah, what, you? you know You're what? not gay. But you yeah. can call me gay for 10 British pounds anytime. Because what is that? Like 12 bucks? That's or $15. $15. $15. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you guys, here, uh, there's a thing. Let me, let me, there's a, no, a new way Google has monetized things. Um, have you heard of these super comments? Mm-mm. Uh, I think they're called super condiments. All right. So I already thought super chats was a stupid thing. I'm like, what people are going to toss money? Uh, who's going to do that? And I, I was wrong. I was a boomer because obviously it's, it's become part of most people's shows um, and people willing to pay. So I'm wrong. But then Google came up with this thing. Called, I think it's called super comments where let's say you and I podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Or I do a video, the video ends and we're not live anymore. Well, if you really like a comment in the comment section, or you just want to make a comment saying like, that was a great show. You can do it and pay just like you do super chat two to whatever many dollars you want. 
and it will send me a notification if I log in and look it up saying, hey, somebody donated a super comment. So I'm not live. Um, most people, this is just me, like they're not live, whoever you're tuning into for the show, they're not live unless they log in and check. They don't know they got one. Um, but people are like donating money with these with these uh, super comments. Um, I forgot where I was going with this. Well, how do you even do that? <clears throat> well, they log in and they got their credit card and then you can designate your comment as a super comment. Oh, okay. That is, no, I've never seen that before. Right, right. But what was I talking about before I was going somewhere with this? There was a point to it. Oh, you were talking about how uh, there's not a lot of uh, LGBTQ members in this sort of corner of the internet. And then you were talking about super chats and then super the comments. Gay nightclub community. Minneapolis? I, no, I wasn't. I, I was going somewhere, but there was... Uh, I forgot it's it's lost now. But there was a point I had about it. But I I find it very obscure. Well, not obscure, but like people are paying money to make comments on comments. Uh, so I, and yeah. I apologize for anyone who's done that. And I haven't responded. I just I just don't have time. I, I I don't look it up even. So you know, save your money for super chat so we can interact and chit chat here. Um, darn it! I wish I had I had a, I had a good philosophical point. But maybe somebody will remind us someday. Um, okay. Jason Bailey for five Canadian dollars. Fellas, who in the manosphere other than Kevin Samuels does one talk to for fashion advice? Also, Chad, I'm your 48th subscriber. Cheers. Thanks, man. <laughs> One of these days, I'll put a hey, video up. What's your channel so people could subscribe in anticipation? They can pre-subscribe to the Vlad Elkins album. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's Chad Elkins, essentially what you see in the chat here. It's me with sunglasses on like the Terminator. Did you know I took that picture the day after I dumped Cuddle Looks? I was just no, like, I feeling didn't. so badass. Yeah, so that's why I kept Good. it up there. Good. Yeah. How is Cuddle Looks still living at home with the in-laws? She called me last week for a – first of all, yes. And uh, she <laughs> called me last week. <laughs> she had a tax question, so I actually helped her out. Why? What? 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 No. No. <laughs> no. Stop being – I got to be more of a dickhead and an asshole. I got Well, oh. first, don't tell your psycho – don't help your psycho ex-girlfriend. How about that? Uh, tell her to well, fuck off and sit on a cactus. It took 30 seconds. The other thing is she's stuck living with her in-laws. You know how shitty that sounds? Well, that's one. Of the, look, and I've, I've talked about this. I forgot what video it was. It was something like getting revenge. Or I can't remember. You can't be an asshole and a leftist and a parasite and demanding other people pay for your shit. And you can go and live in a delusional world that getting a master's in what literature, some other bullshit makes you intelligent and la, 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 and not have life just not beat the ever-living shit out of you. You cannot come out of that unscathed. You cannot live in a delusional world while physically living in the real one. And I, it is the greatest revenge ever. That's how karma works. You don't understand it when you're younger. Like, how does karma work? Don't worry. That fucking piece of shit bully, all right, who's bigger and stronger than you now is going to go out into the real world. And one of two things is going to happen. He's going to get arrested the second he tries that as an 18-year-old, or he's going to try it on someone bigger than him who's faster than him, and they're fucking dead. Or they're fucking on the ground and they're injured. Um, and so it's the same thing with, with delusion. Jeez, I wonder if the bitch who treated you meanly is doing well versus the nice sweet girl who made you food and got you an ass. I wonder how those two compare in terms of happiness. 
Michael M in the <coughs> comments said, send her an invoice. <laughs> Maybe I you will. You should. You should. All right. Um, uh, where did we leave? Well, he's Jason. at, we didn't, Jason Bailey, we have to answer his question. Oh, uh, you know, Marcus, our Marcus Brown always is very so dapper dressed. I don't know how public he is in these uh, circles. But. He belonged to a short man's fashion group <laughs> a long time ago. No, he did. I was, I was in that. Oh, were you? Okay. Yeah. Right, so, and, and that's fine. I'm, uh, I, I'd recommend that, but honestly, maybe it's just me. I've always been able to get good fashion when I've wanted to, like, obviously not now. But, you know, people are shocked when I clean up. Then my female fans come out. They're like, oh, my God, you look so handsome. I'm like, thanks. <clears throat> Where were you 30 years ago? You know, that kind of thing. Um, but th- there, there's different fashion sites and everything out there. But if you just, you know, put it together. go on, Here, look. Here's a starter point. Look at what Cary Grant wore. Okay? Start there. I know it's a lot of suits and ties, but then you go through there. You have like a nice suit jacket. You have a nice shirt. Just look at the shirt. I think that looks nice. Then go get it. Um, you know, but to, uh, then you start, don't become a looks maxer. Don't be sitting there on, on channels like, oh, do I get cufflinks? Oh, do I groom my eyebrows? What if I got my eyebrows plucked? What should I do there? Will that help me get the girl? No, just dress nicely. If you see, you see a, a guy like a model on a billboard or something, take a picture of it. Or, I mean, even go through men's fashion magazines. Although, I guess nowadays those are all just what trans or I mean, they're not, they're not masculine. They're, it's, it's uh, not heterosexual. <clears throat> so, just, you know, and there you go. Compile your own fashion. And here's what you should do go to Goodwill, see if you can't come up with two good ensembles at Goodwill. And usually you can do that for, for easier than 50 bucks. No problem. A good haircut can make a great difference, too. Good haircut is, yep, pay for that. But I got all my clothes I got here out in Vegas, Goodwill and um, <laughs> Salvation. No, that's Salvation Army. What's the other Goodwill? Um, Goodwill, Salvation Army. Um, I'm trying to th- – in Chicago, they have a bunch of them, but they're not national. Like Brown Yeah, they, there's uh, – um, oh, what was it? Price something or something. But, uh, yeah, go to the, the secondhand store, and you should be able to put together pretty good ensembles for less than 50 bucks and start there. You know what's also great about fashion? What's that? Well, let me ask you this. How long has it been since you were corporate? Oh, God. Uh, almost a decade. I used to have to look like this to go right. to the office. Do you still fit into your suits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still fit in them. When you drop money on an ensemble, you'll, that's a huge incentive for you not to gain weight. <laughs> to this day, to this day, I still fit in my very first suit I bought when I was 19 and my tuxedo that I bought when I was 20. I still fit into them. I'm not, so. I'm sure I'll get made fun of for this, but I mean, I'm not ashamed to tell you. I got some, this was back when I got suits, God, like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I got them at the men's warehouse and they were good quality. They weren't mm-hmm. like terribly expensive and they tailor them for you. I mean, these were good brands. So. Yep. We, the place I went was K&G. Uh, it was in the quasi ghetto of the Twin Cities. The brothers did a lot of shopping there. So a lot of, if you wanted to, you could get purple s- shoes with gold tassels. And I was half tempted. They, were, they, they had some, lo- yeah, yeah, like purple alligator shoes. I don't think it was actually alligator, but it had like the, the scales and they had gold tassels. And I was like, I mean, if you want to pimp out, you, that's, you went to KNG. It still is there, I think, over on Highway 100 in, um, not Crystal. What the heck is that suburb? Brooklyn Park? 
Brooklyn Center. I forget which one. Um, anyway, so, but at the same time, they had regular straight, you know, business suits as well. They had every type of suit you could ever possibly imagine. But unlike the men's warehouse or some fancy Nordstrom's or Saks Fifth Avenue, these were affordable. And then you went in the back and they tailor it. There was a bunch of old guys back there. They'd take a measure. And there's, I don't know but, about you, but man, I felt like a million bucks when I was getting measured and tailored for a suit. Like, oh shit, this is serious. It's kind of a nice uh, treat for a man to go in and buy himself a tailored suit. So you could walk out of K&G, really? Brand new suit, tailored to your fit? 150 bucks, but that was well over 10 years ago. Yeah, I just never have a need to wear a suit. But it's not, remember that time I visited you and you know I brought the suit mm-hmm. and we dressed up? That was, that was kind of cool. Yeah. No, I, I rarely wear my suits. I, too, am coming up. It's 2022. The last time I worked for a corporation was 2012. Same. Um, yeah. And they're down They're down 24% the number of branches. Hey, guys, fuck you. How's it going? <laughs> How's it going? How's it going? Yo, 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 who is right? This, this is was. a certain bank. Yeah, it's a bank. Yep. Yeah, a bank in Wyoming. And, and oh. they just fucking suck. Oh, I thought it was like, Wells Fargo, but yeah. No, 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 not Wells Fargo. This is this is some small piss ass shit bank that doesn't do anything, and I have no idea how they're still in business. But because um, they they lend to, you know how you break down your portfolio, your loan portfolio, and most banks would you know you'd have residential mortgages, mm-hmm. fifteen thirty year. You have commercial, which would include operating lines, long term loans, construction loans, equipment loans. Um, then there'd be some trust lending. Their pie chart was cousin fuckers, sister fuckers, cattle fuckers, and sheep fuckers. And that's who that's who they lent to out in Wyoming. But that's all there really is to, to learn out in Wyoming. So. I encourage you to just have a discussion with one of our friends about Wyoming. Um. No, I already had a discussion with one of our friends about Wyoming. And he's <laughs> he's got a very smart strategic plan. He's going to HQ out of the uh, Northern Command with me for a bit, and then I'm like, "Well, you can go to Wyoming if you want." And so, but he's heard me. He he uh, he has acknowledged my concerns about Wyoming, and um, I I have a feeling he'll go there. And once he gets over the beautiful mountains and all that, he's like, "Damn, there's a lot of drunks and violent people here. Oh, and all the women are fat. Fuck this place." He's got a flying lesson as we speak. Good. Is he getting his license soon or yeah. what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dre, what's up, Dre? Uh, two bucks. <laughs> like, how does a Chad like Vlad see Cappy as human? J K L O L. Well, um, we almost look the exact same. <laughs> we're we're well, skinny, short, white dudes in our forties. We almost look exactly the same. I think we need to consult with Athens' two sisters about that. And see no, 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 no. Well, one sister, definitely not. The younger one, <laughs> I don't know. She's a wild card. Uh, but Athens' eldest sister is a traitor and a vile She's human wise. being. She's, She's vile, vi- evil, and uh, just just a despicable person. Just a Where very despicable Athen? person. We need to see him in here. Um, He's been working. Um, uh next is William Curtin for $2. Um says I've read that wolves see dogs as giant puppies. That could be it. What do, what are the what do the puppies look at the wolves as like, you know, a fullback for the for the uh football team or something? Uh I <laughs> I just, I never heard anything like that before. Yeah. I mean, there is variation in the human races. I mean, you could have someone who's a a, a dwarf, I guess, would be on, you know, but that's a, a genetic issue. 
And you could have someone who's obviously a huge basketball player. Okay, there's some very, but nowhere near the color, variety, the shape, the facial features. I mean, it, you kind of look at at humans; they're they're relatively monolithic, relatively. Um, yeah, I don't know it's interesting. Let's see who's uh, Dre, Dre for two bucks. Cappy is Vincent's number one female. Fan Clear Value Elkins. Yeah, should I should I make the name of my channel Clear Value Elkins Tax? Is that what Brian Kim does? Yeah, he's Clear Value Tax. Oh, oh okay. I I don't know. I just like the Elkins hour. I think that'll I'll be all right. Keep it. The only thing I feel like I should add tax or CPA in there sometime, like somewhere in it. But I do like the Elkins hour too. Well, so. what would be alliteration with CPA? Uh, CPA sit down. Yeah, C- CPA corners, CPA hangout soon session, you know, something like that. CPA problems? Handling, sports ball, things like that, yeah. <laughs> what? Um, I think you're going to have much more success than you fathom you were. forward to it. But like I said, I just got to be able to do monologues. I'll figure it out. Um, Wiz Division Productions for $5. That's yep, a cool He's logo. a regular guy. Um, Kate is a poser. You, your real fans are the ones who remind you daily of how short you are. How's the weather down there, Cappy? Well, I think I'm a little <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Wizzy. Yeah, yes, truly, it is. Uh, it, those are my real fans, the ones who insult. Me. Although I have, you have to admit, though, that's the difference between the guys and the gals. The gals that are on my channel that tune in, they're all very sweet. They're all very kind, and they just find it inappropriate. It's not in their nature to cut penis jokes and, and slam on it or gay jokes or things like that. Unlike Vince, have you seen my tweet, uh, Twitter thing? Yeah. I'm always looking at the masculine geek guys. You guys, sometimes, did you see the uh, national park one he put up? No. Was that recent? It was, what was it? Elder and gay national park. They Photoshop. <laughs> this is Clary's favorite, uh, or old gay man, national park or something like that. And they said, Clary's favorite. But the girls are very kind. They actually do say nice. There's they're nice girls. There's nice girls. See? Yeah. Out of eighty-four thousand subscribers I got, this is a dozen nice girls. No. Yeah. Um, right. That's a good ratio. Yeah, <laughs> but he is right. You know, if until Kate until Kate starts slamming on me, I don't know if I could trust her. Wow, you're gonna hit a hundred K at some point. Oh, I am, um, hopefully. A future accountant for 20 bucks and a cool icon there. Thank you for all. By the way, if people, not to interrupt, if people are asking, yes, I am scratching my balls because I'm sitting in a very uncomfortable (laughs) chair. All right, go on. Um, Thank you for all you do, Cappy. After I started watching your content last year, I decided to go back to school and get my degree in accounting. The end goal is to become a CPA. Here's some money for the tip jar. Well, I think you've made a fine choice, future accountants. And, um, be interesting to know if you want to stay in the corporate world or maybe you want to strike out on your own, you know? Is is not I know the CPA is kind of the pinnacle, and then there's the CME is like the certification and managerial or CMA. There's a yeah, there's a CMA. I'm not really sure what that does though. Right, but the, and then there's the enrolled agent and EA. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like the real, and I know you're a big fan of the CPA, but the one on top of that, uh, the certification and credential is when you get an action figure made out of you. <laughs> and there are very, very, very precious few accountants that have an action figure made out of them. I, I think that would be, yeah. They nailed the hair part, didn't they? 
Well, maybe it's not that hard to make your hair. You just put a big old mop of fro on, and it, it, it is it bulletproof? Before my haircut, I did, well, you saw in Oregon, I didn't look so good. Um, I, I, I don't care what your hair looks like. I, <laughs> well, speaking of busting people's balls, believe me, yeah. the people in the comments were commenting on my bed head in that last time. Oh, where well, it was all poofed up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's going to pick on you for here. that. Sure. I thought you meant like because you had your hair longer and you look kind of like, I don't know, disheveled or something. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, See so who's after the future. Thank you for that. That's a great. Uh, yeah, I got to share half of that. Thank God Jack Napier didn't come on. Then we only split this two ways. He's probably asleep. Um, oh, there's stars. Forney. Yeah, Forney. Poor Forney's sick. Uh, Starscream1540 for $5. Cappy's under the impression that the big dog is barking to the pug, mean, what's up, dog, instead of meaning, what kind of ugly-ass critter are you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long Could as they be. don't attack each other, it's not dinner, you know? <laughs> now, it's kind of fascinating to see how much dogs have become domesticated because I take uh, Idiot Dog um out to the dog, dog park she's That's a sweet. wonderful oh god she's such a and so tornado chasing kid was here yeah. and and within like i don't know the week that he was here um you could see he was gonna miss the dog because yeah. she is such a sweet yeah she oh and she she knows how to play the game if her owner's here she doesn't bother with her uh the owner was here and now the owner's cleaning up i think okay uh, but she don't bother with the owner because the owner knows the the game, the racket, the 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 sweet dog. The dog mm-hmm. comes to me, and I'm a little bit more sympathetic because it's just got a sad face and it's so lonely and sad. And I, all right, here's a piece of my food. Well, Chris, she knows that's a new sucker walking right in, and th- mm-hmm. and then when he came in, she'd immediately go to him for pets and hugs and food and all that. So, um. Yeah, he he. Uh, but she she'll get to you, man. She she'll endear herself to you again. Chad, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Would you like a dog of the female variety that constantly barks and nips at you and shits on your house and pisses on your leg, or would you not like a nice sweet dog like the one here in the Southern Command who gives you kisses and wants to cuddle and pet and go play ball? Which would would you want? Yeah. The mean dog or the nice dog? Which one would you prefer? I want the nice one that kills scorpions. Doesn't the dog there occasionally do that? Or, or no, uh, that's me. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> now, um, yeah, that's me. I am the scorpion killer. Remember, okay. I, I told you about the time I got an offer to work as an exterminator? No. I never told you that story. I, I don't think I've. Oh heard that. yeah, so I went to when we found out there were scorpions down here. Uh, the guy who owns the place, he's like, uh, "Yeah, kill all of them." I'm like, "You're t- you don't have to tell me twice, because y- y- when you research them, they could get into the bed. They come out of the the uh, ventilation system. They they can fit through a crack the size of a credit card." So I went to town. I caulked. I put uh, a wire uh, mesh up so they can't get through the ventilation systems. Um, I sprayed and I sprayed out away from the house to push them away from the house. I caught the the fence. I I did it. I put down bituminous coal earth, which is a, it cuts them up. Went out every night, sprayed. So I, I contacted an exterminator company and I said, Hey, um, I got scorpions over here. Um, here are the things I did. What else should I do? 
And they said, dude, there's nothing else you could do. That's all we do. And there's like this little pause and the gal's like, do you want to come work for us? And I'm like, <laughs> like, well, no, I got a job, but you know, if, if, if I ever like get the platform, maybe I'll become an exterminator. So it might be fun. A couple hours a week, something different. I was yeah. uh, thinking like, you know, they got a lot of like pool boys out here and <laughs> exterminators and groundskeepers. What if I was the exterminator boy? You think uh, the Milfy Cougars over in Henderson sleep with the exterminator boys? Like, I mean, there's there's certain channels on the internet where I'm sure certain videos kind of start with that premise. Right, right. But I'm I'm saying in the real world, right? Like, yeah. You know, it, it's it, the, all these milfs and cougars out in the suburbs, right? They all are just sitting there by themselves, waiting for a random guy to show up to have sex with, right? That's how it I works mean, in it, the real world, right? I, I could see it in Vegas where you've got the setup that, you know, is down there with the pool in the backyard. And, you know, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen. Just, just For people who are wondering, when I was in the White Bear Lake, no, like you get to work from home or any hot cougars? Like, no, there are no hot cougars in White Bear Lake. They're not. <laughs> it, it is a myth. Um, I think the competent man might be the next one. Okay, he's uh, he he is the red pill whore. He gets around to Beckloff, to me, to TFM, to everybody. He's all over the place. Does Beckloff still do streams? What's that? Oh, I was just wondering if Beckloff still does live streams. Oh yeah, he he does uh two a week. About I even promoted oh. him. Uh, I plugged him on a a video I did. He he's a big dog lover, and he says that you should let your the dogs like when you're going to go get a dog, you let the dog choose you. So you let the puppy, and and I I analogized that analogized that to uh, let women choose you, like don't don't go after the girl you think is hot. Wait and see which girl even gives you the time of day, and go from there. And so I I I uh, referenced his channel and and sent it to him. But yeah, Beckloff is around. He's he's still there. Yeah, ever since his conflict with Davis Arini ended, I kind of just lost. I wasn't tuning in as much. Well, now it got good because you're not having him and Arini argue the stupid differences between the the Protestants and the and the um, and the what evangelicals or the Catholics or whatever. That was good for me. Like, was it? Why? That was the most boring. Well, maybe because I have my, my Christian background, but it was the most boring-ass shit to me. What did you like about that? I just liked how one of them kept talking about Father Ted, and somebody else said pagan cult. I don't know. I just found it fascinating arguments, but that was like two or three years ago at this point. Yeah, I don't even know where Arini is now. So I hope he's still alive. I'm sure he um, is. Now, the competent man says, note to Vlad, my last 2020 tax filing finally got their refund it only took like eight months found article recently about the irs where they still have a million returns backlog from 2019 and 2020 returns you got to understand the irs was already a mess even before the pandemic like they were just slow with processing paper returns now it is an outright disaster if you send in an amended return you're not going to get that process for up to two years it's just going to sit there well, and all the all the oh, we're gonna have an extension. Now we're gonna have double triples extensions. Now we're gonna have one, two, three, no backsies extensions. Where they kept postponing it, I could imagine that created an exponentially increase of nightmare work for the IRS uh, department. Not necessarily the agents, but the people who got to process that stuff. Well, the real problem was the fact that people weren't going. You have to process these at the processing center, and people weren't employees were not going in there because of COVID. 
And so it was just like piling and piling and piling up. And they were already understaffed. And of course, Biden tried to do his whole, you know, let's hire 80,000 agents. Yeah. People are quitting their jobs. Let 4.5 million people quit their jobs in one month alone. Right. You're going to find 80,000 highly skilled right. accountants to do this. Right, right. Uh-huh. The IRS does not pay enough where people who are qualified to do that job would actually want to do it. So I don't know how they're going to fill that, but nobody wants to work for the IRS. And I don't blame them. I No one wants to work downtown. No one wants to wear their damn masks. Um, I, It's one of the good things, I guess, for, for all of us. That, that stream I was doing earlier, we were talking about that. And I was just telling him what a joke of an organization that was to work for. The IRS? Um, yeah, that was... Ugh. This is was there like, the- Yeah, is there at least like a competent part of the department? I've got to imagine there's like their agents. You can't be an IRS agent and not have your shit together, correct? Like yeah, you have to like have the- like a, a degree and some experience, right? Yeah, they're not incompetent. I'm not necessarily talking about the agents. I'm talking about the lower level people who are like answering the phones and sure sorting mail. Yeah, like they are just I mean, they're just grabbing them off the street. And now they can't get anybody to go in physically go in and do the work. You know what they should do? They should pay people some money every month for no reason whatsoever. And that will give those people the time to sit down and think, hey, maybe I should go work for the IRS. Hmm. Let's make it enough money so they don't need a job so they can select and choose that they really want to work for the IRS. I bet you that will help their employment problem. And why not print while we're at it? Print X trillion. Of course, of course, of course. Modern monetary theory. There ain't no such thing as inflation. Of course not. The good news is I'm not not for you and our friends, obviously. But when I raise prices and people complain, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, hey, inflation. Inflation. Yeah. No, I've increased uh, uh, one-on-one consulting is now $300 minimum. And, wow. um, and I've, I've already increased. Yeah. Well, a lot of it is I don't have time. I, I want to get to do some other projects, like write some books. Um, I'm in this setup right now here because this is where I'm going to record the, uh, the newest class for the, uh, teachable, which is yeah. going to be only 49.95 is the cheap, shorter one, obviously. But there's, there's all these, I'm coming up with really great ideas and I'm just like, I do not have time to even address these right now. And I'm starting to get pissed and depressed because I'm not creating anything. And mm-hmm. it's and, and not that I don't mind asshole consulting. I enjoy it. We get it done. It's great. Greatest job ever. But the volume is just I, I keep increasing the price. And I think I'm only increasing it to keep up with the volume. The volume never really goes down. You know, I'm doing the same thing to try to get some people to go away. You know, you increase mm-hmm. the fee enough. Maybe they'll go. But people are sticking around. So yeah, you got to, in your case, you got to fire them. Say, I'm not doing these taxes anymore. I, every November and December, I do that for a set percentage of my clientele. Um, so Dre for two bucks said Cappy, Cappy shops in the kids section to save, save dollars. Um, uh, number one. Yes, I do. I did have hand-me-downs, uh, from family members and uh, friends whose children were significantly taller than me. So in the, what would it be? The seventh or eighth grade, these people are adults now, but they would give me their middle school hand-me-down clothes and I fit in them just fine. And you know what, Trey? I saved myself $5 for that shirt. Thank you very much. I'm okay with hand-me-downs. And if I got to fit in the kids' clothes, that's fine. That's fine. If only you were a six foot tall black man. Well endowed, black. Don't forget the well endowed. That's, That's the only reason this guy has any value. He's... The irony of what would happen to Dre. Here's what's going to happen to Dre. 
Dre would study, you know, he had Marine, uh, fought in war, GI Bill, studies computer science, works real hard. Oh, he's coming out to Dallas too. Really? So, yeah, a lot of people are moving to Dallas. A ton of, like, enough, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. Like, there's James, there's Dre, um, Emmanuel, uh, who you don't know, uh, potentially maybe you, our uh, uh, person of the female persuasion is also down there. There's, there's uh, like, in within the past six months, a lot of people. But what I would laugh my ass off at Dre. So he goes through all this hard stuff, gets a degree in computer science, he's really good at it, and he's like orgasmo. You ever see that the, the yes. movie? Like yep. he gets into porn and he just makes that's that's what he's called to do. So he just wasted all this time on a computer science degree. <laughs> well, uh, for the record, I'm more of a Fort Worth fan myself, but you know it's all part of the. I I haven't spent enough time in either to have an opinion. Uh, rational investor for four ninety nine. Hey, Chad, I have my CPA already. Is it okay to leave public accounting before two year before the two year mark if my goal is to go into financial planning and not corporate finance? You know, as long as you have, um, let's see, I'm not sure if it's a big four, but as long as you have like the public accounting experience on your resume, now two years would be ideal, but even if it's just for a year, you know, that's some experience where you mm-hmm. can say, I have engaged in public audits. And I think that's really going to help with financial planning because it just kind of shows that you really know your way around a financial statement. So I'd, I'd, I'd also argue this mentality, at least for now, is kind of outdated because people are just so desperate to uh, hire anyone. I mean, so I, I would I would start. Well, what's it going to cost you to send out a resume? See if you get a job interview. Why? Why wait? That that doesn't cost you anything except 10 minutes of your time. Um, okay. Yeah. I, um, I think as long as you have some experience on there, I mean, if, if I could have a back and forth with you, I would want to know how miserable it's making you because if you can stick it out, maybe try to do it for two years, but as long as you're there a year, you know, that's the minimum. You should start a blog or a YouTube channel where you answer people's (laughs) accounting and tax questions. I think you might be able to do, you think you ever think about starting a podcast? Uh, you know, I somehow I have 48 subscribers now, so I might I might do that. I'm going to laugh my ass off if you become bigger than Brian Kim and you're some oh. like multi I'm going to laugh my ass off. Remember when you came kicking and screaming and tooth pulling and you didn't want to do this and then you get like a fancy hat, some glasses, you don't even remember us anymore. And I well, go you know the story with- about Brian. Brian when Brian hit it big, like he wasn't mm-hmm. expecting to get that many subscribers. Right. He didn't send out an email saying, hey, I'm moving away from tax prep because I'm doing the YouTube thing. He just flat yeah. out ignored all his clients and just left them the rot, which was a little it's little. terrible. But also I sort of admire the audacity because some of those clients had to have been driving him up the wall. Um, oh, okay, so, hang on. Sorry. Skip that. Uh, Mexi Mike, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Mexi Mike for two bucks. I got 99 problems and normie back taxes ain't one. Well, yeah, if you're if you're current with your taxes, you actually don't have many problems because there are people who are back. They've got a backlog, but they can't get anything processed because there's nobody there to process them. And there's refunds getting hung up. So I, I, uh, so I'm, I'm just happy. I'm just happy. Well, you're caught up because you're always the first one to do everything and you overpay mm-hmm. estimates. 
I kind of wish I could have come on that one you did about estimated taxes to provide the counterpoint. Yeah, but you were busy flying because you're in Lerv or whatever you were doing. Or I, I don't know. I, I'm also busy as shit. I, I mean, busy finally replacing things with like working out and hiking and now being here. But um, yeah, I, 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 we're short, we're short on time. Like everyone's like, why don't you do a podcast with so-and-so? Why don't you do it? It's like, we would both love to, but everyone here is very busy with all their shit. Like these are not losers. You're, you're, you know, TFM has a real job. Rolo's got mm. shit going on. Um, Terrence pop is so Terrence pop. A lot of people don't maybe don't tune in, but he is like big. He's, he's huge. He's, he's got stuff going on. So, uh, so Atham has made it to the chat. Oh, Atham in the house? Yes. Good to see him there. Uh, Sam Whiskey. Hey, Sam. Uh, for buck ninety nine. Hey, Vlad, I like the Leon Trotsky haircut. I need to Google image that. Leon Trotsky? I thought, uh, what's his name? Killed him. Let's see. Uh, I, hmm. I don't know if I look like that. Did he have glasses hair. and was kind of fat? Eh. Well, I'm kind of fat. You're not, um, you're not fat. <laughs> um, I don't know. He looks a little like Colonel Sanders in some of these photos, but, um, oh, well, I'll take it as a compliment, even if it wasn't one. So thank you. Uh, the competent man for $2. CMA is useless. Almost no one even knows what that is. I have to agree because I'm not aware of that. No one ever sells like, you know, oh, don't get a CPA, get a CMA, like the EA. People know what the EA is, the mm -hmm. enrolled agent. I don't really know what the CMA is. So I, yeah. um, I, I'm wondering how much of that has been affected by the fact we outsource so much manufacturing now. And that's that's not like a booming part of the economy because a certified managerial account. Wasn't that it? Yeah, yeah okay it. Then, then maybe maybe that isn't and I, then my, my thought is wrong on that my thought is wrong I well we got a pretty what's with a pretty girl in the room what the hell happened yeah what the heck is Ath Atham, what are you supposed to not let these girls in this is the the he-man woman haters club and, <laughs> and Atham is you know what they probably just bat their pretty little eyes at Atham. he's like oh all right you can go in well, Atham's got skills that I just will never possess. Um, Worst goalie ever. Let's everything in. Just let's. All right. Let's find out what the cute girl wants. MW for $10. Chad, do you know any CPAs that went to law school and specialized in tax law? Would it be a worthwhile endeavor? Thinking of being an estate planner after I get my BS and CPA. So when I was in public accounting, this was right after grad school. So, you know, over 10 years ago, there actually were a few um a few people that had gone to law school and they'd mm -hmm. studied tax law. And I don't know if they had trouble finding jobs with the law firms or what, but a lot of them joined the, you know, public accounting and they were in the mm -hmm. same department as, as me, you know, tax accountant. So I actually do know people that went to law school and they did decide to um, specialize in tax law. And they also got their CPAs because, you know, when you join public accounting, they pay for your study materials right. and the test. Right. So I actually do know that some people have done that. The thing is, I never really kept in touch with them. I didn't follow up. So I don't know how things worked out, but it, people do it. And it's almost like a huge one, two punch. I mean, you got a JD and a CPA. That's like, Well, yeah. And that's what I was going to ask her. It's like, that's a lot of school. It's a man. lot. Yeah. And if you get your CPA and here's the thing, dear, and this is the only thing I could add beyond check because Chad, he was in the trenches, but 
from more of a philosophical, long-term strategic, what, do, is work your life? I mean, do you actually get that much value going to school and sitting there and going over legal contracts and auditing the accounting numbers and all that? Like, like how exciting can estate planning possibly be? And I would say, like, man, you get your CPA, that's enough. Like, go work. Make You make good money as a CPA. Your finances are squared away, and I go live life. I Law school just seems like hell because it's- your employment prospects are 50-50. It's all very expensive. It's hard. Well, she's not going to have to worry so much about the employment prospects because if she already got her CPA, admittedly, it's really playing the long game. It is a lot of school. And then you'd have to pass the bar, kind of like you're saying. Right. Um, But I do know that estate planning is quite lucrative, very, very lucrative field. Right. Well, let me recommend another thing to MW. I know someone who's smarter than the average bear. Maybe she can look into this. Um, This gal went to California and took the bar exam. You do not need to graduate from law school to take the bar exam in California. And so she saved herself three years of hell and Lord knows how much in money. And when she got her, uh, her uh, law lawyer certification in California, the state she was in did reciprocity and mm-hmm. recognized that she passed and she was a lawyer. So, Unless your goal was to work for one of these big white shoe law firms, um, you know, which I wouldn't even recommend because it sounds like the big four too. It just sounds like they suck your soul out. Um, I I would just go go if you're really insistent on this, look into going and testing at the California bar exam, become a lawyer that way, and then you could skip all law school. But I I just think work sucks, man. No matter what you do, work sucks. And you got your CPA, that's enough. And look at it. Okay, Chad, what do you notice about MW? Uh, well, she is a attractive lady. Attractive woman. Is disgusting. she old? She doesn't appear to be old to she me. She ain't old. All right. What else do we notice about her? I think she would be highly sought after by companies. No, not even no, I'm not even going that. What what else? What what do you and I not have? Mm. I mean, demographically? No, not demographically. It's right there. Look at her. She's spelled. She's female. She's got glasses. All right, what else do you see that's also very nice? Well, she's good looking. I know she's good looking. We already hit that one. What is part of her good looking? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's not pink or blue or puce or silver. <laughs> I, I swear to God, everyone in the chat room's got to know one. Look, she got nice long hair. Oh, that's what you were talking. Oh, for about. God's sake! Why did you just that? Well, maybe that... you are gay. I don't know. When... Uh... <clears throat> um, she's very pretty. If well, she's got her say white teeth, but <laughs> well, she got a nice smile. Yeah. I, all right. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm just saying she's a very nice, young, attractive lady. Yeah. She has all the options in the world, and I think if her wanting to fall in love and find a husband. Uh, is one of her main goals in life. I would do that before I go to law school. I mean, she could kind of always go to law school, but she's going to make plenty of money. She's very pretty, very attractive, in shape, feminine. Um, Don't, it just, it's like, man, wait, put law school off. And if you want to find a guy, by gosh, go go work on a family or falling in love because she's she's a pretty gal. The only thing I know for sure, because I've talked to a lot of people, um, 
the the corporate there you know that there's so many more people graduating from law school than there are actual right opportunities for jobs but the only thing is i'm not sure it applies to, it would apply to her because she's trying to do something so specialized like self employed yeah. yeah and and let's not lie she'd be a, an affirmative action hire recruiter's dream but well, I'm, I'm saying you're trying to get no, me to no, no, because no, I don't <laughs> think I think she'd be miserable working. Look, did you like working for the big four? No. And a I lot of these that. people, whether whether they're minorities or not, affirmative action or not, doesn't matter. You, they're they're going to sell. Oh, you want to work at Wall Street? You want to work for a big law firm? You want to work for? No, you don't. Make your money. I mean, a CPA, she could work from home. I know if she went into self-employment with the estate planner thing, she could probably, but she also is going to need a reputation. So I'd imagine she have to do some footwork and working for some other firm. Um, you know, although she could always contact us. We advertise her on our shows and there are people in our audience that need, need uh, estate planners when they die. <clears throat> for what it's worth, I got to say this. I get a lot of inquiries from people that are asking me, you know, these aren't current clients. They're just mm. solicitations. They find me on the Internet and they're like, do you do estate tax planning? If not, can you point me in the direction of a reputable estate planning lawyer? And I, mm. I have one in Chicago that I regularly I have a referral relationship with. But there is a real need for that. There really is. So I yeah. kind of want to be encouraging with this. I. It maybe it's. I want her to have fun and enjoy life. I don't necessarily want her to make five million dollars as opposed to merely two million dollars. You know, if the two million will make her happy as a CPA, what do you need three million for or three million more for? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just because maybe she likes school, but man, I hated school and law school usually doesn't pay, and it's such a fucking pain in the ass. I'm just trying to to calculate and have her realize what assets she does have with her CPA and her, her youth and beauty and prettiness um, well, that she maybe there's a life beyond estate planning that would make her happier. So I just have one more thing I want to say with this. I don't I don't recommend doing what I'm about to say, but when I got my MBA and you could get your CPA with this, too, there mm-hmm. was a joint like. JD MBA program where you know how it's it's two years to get your MBA and law school is three years right they had a joint one where you could get both in four years so you'd at least cut down a year and you would qualify to take the CPA exam if you got it that master's and then had enough accounting classes so that's Uh just an idea I'm not saying it's a great idea but it would cut down a year yeah yeah so all right well I'm I'm not worried about her being unemployed uh neither am I (laughs) not gonna lose sleep over that yeah. He's a Dapper Dan man. Oh. Sorry, I lost my place here. Um, oh, yeah, Dapper Dan man, 18.3, five bucks. Here late, but I'm curious at what point is this housing market going to slow down? It's artificial runaway freight train. Residential construction is crazy at the moment. I This might be more your territory. I'm not when sure. interest rates go up. That, that's when it'll yeah, slow are down. Are they ever going to go up? I mean, well, they, I don't know. If, if, look, no one knows, um, you know, but when interest rates go up, that's when when this will slow down. And if they go up quickly, it'll be a crash. If they slowly increase, it'll be a slow and plateau. Um, but, yeah, and, and what it's inevitably going to do it is not only the money printing off and that's driving up housing prices, but there's only so many contractors and builders. yeah. And most of them are incompetent fuckwits. So then you got to hire new ones to go repair the mistakes that the old ones make. They're also in short supply. I just, you know, just wait, you know, I mean, or you could do the bachelor hut 
Or you could buy the land and not worry about building right now. I've, I've addressed, you could invest in real estate investment trusts if you're worried about housing inflation. But that's very uh, quick story. Yeah. Like um, my running route here takes me past uh, this like new housing development. And in the fall, you know, there were like no houses in there, but they were about to, you know, start constructing clearly. Mm-hmm. And I just went for a run down there like the first time in well over a month. And my God, have they built this place up? Like it looks mm-hmm. like a whole new neighborhood in this short amount of time. So if, if you get into a large enough metro area where you get these where there's enough demand to develop developments in one shot. They can bang those out real quick because they're model homes. They got the blueprints. They've banged them out before. Mm. It's the same guys. It's it's a very uh, actually it's a very good way to produce quality housing at affordable prices. But the way they do that is they don't build one at a time. They go in and they do the landscaping and they plot the land for ten plots. And then the guy comes in with the cement trunk and pours. 10 foundations and then the frame guys come in and do 10 framing and they're boom, 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 boom. So it's more of an assembly line or as close as you could get to an assembly line. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but, it, but that's where you try and find a good builder that has a good reputation, but you only get that in large Metro areas where there's enough talent in the skill pool and enough demand. But if you go out into smaller towns or smaller country, no, you're not going to. Um, I think the price of lumber has gone up like, fivefold or something it went it came back down recently did it go back down yeah it's back down um now this next super chat is my favorite um i like it because we don't have to list a woman who says nothing that's great isn't that nice it's It's silence but we still make money look at that 499 we get to look at her pretty face and we don't even have to answer any questions could there be a more perfect super chat Uh, there could not be more of a it could be ten (laughs) dollars Could be ten dollars. Just say it. Could be ten. Just <laughs> um, Blaze Endo for a dollar ninety nine. As an accountant without a CPA, worthless? No, I think worthless is a well. It's the title of that book you did. Those are worthless degrees. It's not worthless, but it really limits the ability for you to either progress to like the higher levels uh, if you choose the corporate route. If you want to do what I do, which is specifically to taxes you're going to have to get an EA. Like you have to have some letters after your name. Um, if you're an accountant, I mean, I highly recommend it. So that's a tough one. If you don't I, get a C- I, it's uh, as long as you do bookkeeping, you got experience and maybe you're certified in QuickBooks. I think it's cause you can't find bookkeepers, right? Chad. But if somebody wants to do bookkeeping, there are opportunities for you to start a bookkeeping practice. Somebody who you met, who I've been training, sort of getting mm-hmm. his own practice, he's going into bookkeeping too, and he's already getting a lot of inquiries. So you I, could do bookkeeping. Now, yeah. now, I have a question. Is the the person of the female persuasion currently streaming something over the internet? Yes, I think Can so. Can you go talk to the person of the female persuasion and tell her to stop doing it because you look all pixelated now? So, really? Yes. Um, go ahead, take a break. I'll go get a coffee. We'll come back and we'll get the rest of these uh, super chats. Okay. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be right back. All right. Sounds good. Sing the. Well, everyone sing the girl from Ipanema song with their own lyrics that are derogatory. Yeah, and we'll get yelled at for it. <laughs>
It's all good. Don't worry about it. Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking, and when she passes, it's when she passes, it's oh. When she walks, she's like a samba, and I don't know the rest of the words. Bum, 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 booby, booty. Yeah. <laughs> the girl is poor, not me. The girl from Brazil that came up to Chicago and thought she'd solve all of our poverty problems. She's still a bitch of Kuanta. If I protect her identity, poor. is it low class just to post that? <laughs> Yeah, if you protect your identity, absolutely. Go ahead. I might just do that so people. Yeah, can do no, that. It, it's well. But do you do you think we have to? I nah. Mean, I I think uh, I was talking to was it Rolo? Yeah, we're on the rule zero. And one of the things um, this was from Thinking Abe. He says, "Look, it's already out there. Young men are not going to be hoodwinked and duped like we were in the '80s. You know, like it's the internet's there. People know this now." Uh, young men are not going to be anywhere near confused. We we don't need, you know, what's what's it going to do? Lighten up another psychotic bitch. You know, like, hey, look at it. Oh, look, crazy girl said crazy thing. I think people got, besides, that'd be a better bachelor's department. He he does that on a daily basis. So I think we're good to go. Well, for what it's worth, if anybody wants me to read that message, I can pull it up on my phone like that. But Okay. You know, we well, maybe we'll do chat. that. Maybe we'll do that towards the end of the show. Yeah. Hey, if anybody wants me to read that, submit a decent super chat. Maybe we will, because it's pretty funny. You're just a whore. You're just a whore. <laughs> um, okay. Muay Thai fighter. Muay Thai. Thou- Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Uh, for $5. I got a six-figure job by just having the CCNA, no college. There are definitely lots of opportunities out there in the great resignation. What's the CCNA? That's uh, that's your intro level uh, computer networking certification. So he's uh, the IT guy. You know, he hooks up oh, the computers, okay. establishes security protocol, grants people permissions, data, database access, things like that. Well, with all the work from home, I would think that's a very in demand. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's but it's hard. It's hard. Chad, some things are hard. Should I do them? And the answer is, <laughs> well, Chad, it's hard for women to stay thin. It's it's hard for me to support my family. It, this guy it, would never be with a fat chick. That guy would never ever be with a fat chick. <laughs> uh, a future accountant for 10 bucks. Vlad, I want to eventually become my own boss and have my own business. I make enough money right now to pay my way through college without taking on any debt. Thanks for the kind words, Vlad. Well, you know what? I think you are kicking ass from what it sounds like because if you want to get if you want to run your own business having no debt is pretty much the risk-free way to do it i didn't start my own practice until i paid off all of my uh student loans once that happened i started started working towards it so and and the other thing great about vlad um is that he doesn't have a car loan you know why because he doesn't have a car car, right Yeah. Uh, and just so, just so everyone's, because I think a future accountant's a new guy. Uh, Vlad's name is not really Vlad; it's Chad. We just we just make fun of him because Richard Cooper's like, what about that Vlad Elkums guy? So that's where the Vlad Elkums comes in. This was oh, true. Yeah, this was the one Al, uh, Atham did. It's a it's a farting hippo, and it says farting game hippo. over. Game yeah. over, right? 
This yeah. this guy's going to be a chemical engineer. People's lives are going to be dependent on this guy mixing the right chemicals and the right construction material. And here he's doing pooping, farting hippos, right? Hey, I support it. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's um, you know how awesome. It's going to be when you're out of Chicago and he has a job and he's not going to school anymore. We could all fly to Vegas or something and have fun. You remember how the old joke was that you'd build your own house the same time he graduated college and I left Chicago. So I guess right. you kicked all our butts. I beat everybody's it. ass. Never underestimate. Well, to be perfectly honest, I was going to say never underestimate a Clary. But if you look at most of the Clarys, they're all kind of losers. They're, they're pretty <laughs> not me. So never estimate this one Clary whose name starts with two vowels. That'd probably be a good idea. You forget, I have met Mr. Clary. Right. Who Whose money would you put it on, my old man's or me, to get something done? <laughs> well, I was, kind of, I was impressed with your old man, so, yeah. Yeah. You should have uh, met so him in the 70s. Different man. <laughs> well, Dre, for two bucks, wants to know, what isn't Cappy short on is the real question. Uh, I forgot what comment you made earlier. You know what sucks is he is a tall man. That's the problem with like so when I meet him in person, he is gonna like kind of tower over me. So it's uh he, I tell you he, might you... Be, he might be moving close by to where I am right now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not kidding, Dallas. There's I think uh a fair amount of people are just sick. I, I think what it really is is the <clears throat> the Mississippi or the Plain States. Um anyone east of that is like Florida or Texas. <laughs> Sorry. Professional um, podcaster right here. Professional podcasting material. You know what's even crazier? It says that whoever's calling is calling from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. That's odd. Isn't that where it is? Weird. Maybe it is Davis. Yeah, maybe Davis is out there. Um, <clears throat> uh, I tell you the joke that Chris got on me, the tornado chasing kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've had it up to here with you, Clary, that joke. Oh. <laughs> so did he enjoy a plethora of cigars when he was down Not necessarily a plethora. No, nowhere near as much as when he smoked out all the great ones. But he did enjoy Vegas. What I'm really impressed with the kid is he um, he hit the strip once and that was it. Uh, otherwise, he just wanted to like where good coffee shops were. Um, he, he did some exploring in the desert. It was like, dude, bro, let's go to nightclubs. But he was never that type of guy to begin with. And he's... Saves so much time, headache, agony, and money going to nightclubs and bars and all that. He just really wants to go and chill out and watch his mm. tornado videos. He wants to chase tornadoes. That's it. And, and he wanted to do a lot of hikes. So we got some really cool hikes in. And he, he, he kept up. He's a good hiker. Well, I, I'm impressed that he he has a passion. He's not going into debt by like majoring in something stupid. He seems to, to handle his money pretty well. And um, I think he's got a lot of things figured out for a guy his age. Right. Well, and another thing is like he's putting himself out there. I mean, it's not like super masculine to go for a road trip, but it is super masculine to live out of your your van for a year and travel mm. and explore places you don't know. And so it's like, yeah. And so like when he came here, like, hey, can I crash? Well, I'm like, absolutely. Get a shower, do some laundry, take it easy. <laughs> you know what I didn't do? What's that? I didn't charge him 40 bucks to go to the airport. That's what I didn't do. And I didn't even charge him a penny to stay on the couch, you know? That is, um, that's wait, that's what story. is that called being mean or being nice? What was that? What's the, I'm still got to admit, I, I thought you were joking when you told me that story, but no, no, this is why 2022 is the year I'm, I'm really like, um, I'm, he's about the only kid I'm hosting for friends or for visitors right now. Mm. Um, like if you were to come on, I told you this, like the, 
the people I'm going to tolerate is a very limit. You know, we're talking like Albuquerque, Adam, you, Atham. I do that for affirmative action points. Um, <laughs> my buddy Jay. I mean, it's, it is a small list. And uh, yeah, it, it's, but otherwise I've been reintroducing myself. Like, okay, I go to the, I got my regimen back. Asshole consulting. I go to the gym or I go for a hike. I eat healthy. I can do all the pot. I'm caught. Remember the picture I sent you yesterday? What was yeah. the great picture? I tell everyone what was great about that picture I sent you yesterday. I mean, I, I think you should tell it. I got caught up with all my asshole consulting requests, except for two. This is and why, were, remember, I had to be like, I need you to clarify what this is a picture of. So <laughs> I took a picture of my inbox, which only has four emails in it. Two I'm waiting on to get back as to whether or not they want to pay me. The other two are the outstanding requests that I have yet to do. And they've been very patient and kind. But it was so nice to see, like, not a scroll bar. Like, it was just four. And I had them done. Because I'm not fucking with the house. I'm not running out to Menards. I'm not running out to Home Depot. It's like, it's kind of coming back. We can even do this podcast again. Uh, You know what confused me when you sent that, you know, you showed me that picture. Usually when you send me those, it's like the wall of text. The wall of text, right. right. So I thought you were trying to do that. So I kept like trying to zoom in on your email (laughs) to like find where it was. So I was like, I don't get it. You know, let's think about this. How many of you would like to have just four emails in your inbox? You know what? At this time of the year, I would love that. But it's Mm -hmm. about this is the calm before my storm. Like this is going to get busy. But anyway, I'm finally getting on top of it. And and I could start doing other projects now. But a lot of it is I'm not. No, I'm not helping you move. No, I'm not helping you do this. No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not driving here for Thanksgiving. No, I'm not going there for Christmas. Fuck all of you. I'm sitting here on my ass doing my shit. And if you want to come visit, maybe fine. Otherwise, I'm. it's great. Like, I got all the getting worked on. I There's no one bothering me. There's no chores. I don't have to host. I don't have to drive. It's wonderful. Wonderful. Well, don't not, you know, send me your tax stuff. So, <laughs> No, no, I'm going to do that. But it's just like whenever you have like how. All right. I know you love your family. Was it a joy traveling there and back? Oh, my God. Especially on the way nightmare. back. That mm-hmm. was a nightmare. God, mm-hmm. like everybody. I think you heard about how the bad weather combined with like the pilot shortage. and Jeez, shortage yeah. Is a nightmare. No, no. no, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. It's um... kind of don't blame you. No, it's, and I love my I love my family. I love my friends, but no, I'm I'm burnt out. I'm tired. You people come visit me. <laughs> uh, Kid Ali TV for five dollars. This is a good question. How many years can you go back on federal taxes if you haven't? Why are you asking this question, kid? Yeah, that's a very suspicious mm-hmm. question. Um, first things first. A lot of people are under the misconception that you know you can go back you know, a whole decade, year after year, file and get your refunds. The IRS will only give you three years to get those refunds after that. Really? Yeah. Like, so say you haven't filed for 2015 and 16 and you expect to get refunds, you're screwed. You're not going to get those refunds. So it doesn't Good. matter. Good. Yeah. I like that. So wait, yeah. wait, now let, <clears throat> let me hear about this. So disproportionately poor people, because uh, they're stupid, uh, <laughs> they make bad choices they file extensions. They never file their tax returns. Those people would get refunds if they just filed, right? Correct. Like so the it's IRS, in their financial interest to do so, right? Yes. The IRS doesn't want them to file. 
Right. So me being an evil, greedy, capitalist, self-supporting individual who's never collected a, a, a dime in tax money, not necessarily rich, I should be cheering on the fact because these people who vote against my self-interest aren't getting their refunds, right? Right. Right. You're not that evil. I am, though. All right, so that's that. I gotta take the victories when I can. So all the poor people who don't think they have to file because oh, it's too hard. Usually they're going to get money back because they're poor, but now they're not because they're lazy. Let me ask you this: This is yes. an ethical question. I face this. If yes, times. I do hate poor people, generally speaking. Yes, that's what. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Look. This actually half the time does involve poor people. So here's the thing: I get a lot of people that are like. Um, I haven't filed for six years. I just want to get caught up and maybe get some refunds. So if I'm being totally honest with them, I'm like, look, it's pointless for you to file more than the last three years because you're not going to get anything back. That's the right thing to say to them. And that's what right. I do say to them. But there right. are unscrupulous tax accountants who they'll for say you. that. Yeah, they'll say, look, you won't get anything back. But you still have to file to get. See now, I don't hate poor people that much. That's highly unethical and evil. Uh, I I know some CPAs who have done that. Yeah, not Brian Kim. Nobody whose names I've ever mentioned, but some some of them do that. What 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 does the IRS do then with the like? Oh, thanks. They keep you said yeah. They keep, but like, what do they do? Oh, okay, thanks. And then they just put it in the. It's, they send it, you a letter and then it says, hey, you know, we processed your returns. You were due a refund of X amount. Unfortunately, you know, according to the IRT, you know, blah, right. blah, blah. We okay. can't send it to you. So. Okay. So but the, the last thing I want to say about this is if you owe money, like if you owe money, there is no statute of limitations. You could go all the way back to 2005. And if you owe those guys money, they're going to make you pay. It's supposed so, to be so, seven years. Right. So once again... And, and here's where, okay, I may hate poor people. I hate lazy people more, although there's a fair amount of crossover. People who owe the IRS money and then just postpone and postpone, because I know somebody, and they wanted me to send, like, hey, do you think Chad? I'm like, nope, no, and you were so happy I blocked this one. This is like seven years. They owed taxes. Mm-hmm. You're like, nope, get the fuck out of here. You should have, nope. you should have your, fu- the fucking IRS. Like, I'd be less afraid of the mafia Pay your fucking taxes. And all these, like, the one thing you got to do is pay your taxes. And you're such a lazy, procrastinating motherfucker. You, and this isn't to slam on kid. I'm just saying in general, like, oh, and then, like, you go, oh, hey, can I file my, it's like, wow, what, like, how worthless are you? I can't rely, you won't even pay the IRS. I'm sure I can't rely on you to show up to pick me up and drop me off at the airport. I'm sure that yeah. that's not like, all right. Well, let's, uh, so that, that answered a kid's question. Yeah. Yeah. That's um... <clears throat> kid. Some free advice from Ansel consulting file every year early and then don't worry about it ever again, ever. The last thing I want to say about this is like, if you think the IRS is bad, certain States are far more mafia like mm-hmm. for going mm-hmm. after you. And Illinois is one of them. California is also notorious. Yeah. It's um, kind of like all these assholes. Like I want my student loans paid off and they bitch and whine and moan for a decade. And then you find out the average balance is 30,000. It's like, look, if you had a, another job for two years and you lived at home, you would have had this paid off a long time ago. It's like fucking Christ pay back the money you took from other people. I, I just, I, I, 
this this laziness of procrastination what pisses me off. Thinking that somehow the how okay, let me let me run this past you, Chad. How is the only way kicking the can down the road gonna work? How is the only way avoiding your problems solved by by never facing them? How? I guess if you leave the country and never come back, like I can't think of it. That's one way, but this is one guaranteed way for everyone. What's that? You die. Oh, you die. I thought you were going to say you go to jail. So you got to dodge the tax, man. You got to sit there and hope that President Biden's going to bail you out. Like your entire life is hoping and praying that things get kicked down the road, kicked down the road. Like living in that, it's like always having homework to do for the rest of your life. Like that has got to suck. And I know you give me guff and it's a joke. And I do, I, I really do my taxes early to perturb two people. You, although you like it when it's early, but I pay extra. But mm-hmm. then also Ryan Stone, because he can't stand it on New Year's Day when I or New Year's Eve where I'm posting the pictures of me doing taxes. But the main reason I do it is so I don't have to worry about it anymore. And I just don't understand people's, you know, you got to do it. What the hell are you doing? I was trying to talk. To, I was I was talking about this with the lovely lady here about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he does it because he doesn't want it to be on his to do list. <laughs> so. Right. Would you like to see my to do list? Oh, it's in the other room. <laughs> no. Um, oh, if you're incarcerated, the IRS won't come after you for taxes. So eventually you'll have to pay them. But yeah. Anyway. When you get released? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Mexi Mike for $2. Swing both ways doubles my <laughs> chances. How you doing? Uh, well, doubles. Yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> there you go, Chad. Mexi Mike. You get a, get a little, uh, get a little Latin lover down there. <laughs> I don't know what location he's in. Uh, $2. Ex-supervisor told me, lower my standards and increase my percentages. I mean, that might work with with online dating. It's true. Um, it, that there's, It's factually true. You lower your standards, you increase your chances. I'm not a fan of lowering standards. Look, you got to lower, you just got to lower them to the point you could still fuck the girl. Okay. Or girls, you can still get horny for the guy. That, mm-hmm. th- just do it. And you know what? <clears throat> the the uglier you date, the nicer they are. It's that simple. Not always. Well, not, of course, not always. I'm talking generally speaking. But yeah, if you go after, you, have you ever dated a nine or a 10? No. It, don't. Well, I think maybe now. But maybe now. Yeah, no, yeah. but but that one's the exception to the rule. All right. But but in general, nines and tens are, are pain in the ass. They're pain in the ass. Go down to a seven. Can you still get up for a seven? Then go down to a seven. And then be surprised. Like, oh my God, she cooks. She's nice. She she does my taxes, whatever. You know? It's, you know uh, how I have certain industry females? I've even tried to get them yes. to pose with your books and everything. Some of them are nines and tens, and I have to mm-hmm. concur. They're just a nightmare to like deal with. They're not responsible because every there's always some guy to bail them out. Always. They live life uh, consequence. So, yes. And why, why would you then take on responsibility or get back to people on time? I have good business ideas. The problem is it's critically reliant upon two of the most unreliable people, good looking girls and artists. And it's just after a while, it's like, you got to realize I'm the one that's wrong. This role I need filled cannot be filled because a reliable artist and a reliable, good looking woman doesn't exist. And so it's just like, fuck it. You know, I got to, I'll, I'll go do something I can actually make money on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lance, Lance for 20 bucks. I'll talk about Lance in a second. Um, okay. 
Chad and Aaron, what are your thoughts of companies militarizing DEI for all of their employees? DEI? I don't know. Hang on. You paid 20 bucks. The least we can do is look up what DEI yeah, is. Yeah, DEI. No, DEI. I was just going to say that I've consulted with Lance um, quite a few times because he was interested in a certain mm-hmm. career path, and, and we've talked about it. So, Lance, if you're still here, I'd like an update. You can email me if you want. I'd like to know how things are like what's the mm-hmm. latest how's the progress going? uh diversity educate uh, equality and inclusion, and inclusion. militarizing um, what is that um uh that means forcing it on their employees uh what are what are our thoughts on it i mean it's I, just your private your private company you could be the most racist sexist discriminatory piece of shit you could treat your employees like shit. You could try and indoctrinate them and brainwash them i know a lot of companies are doing that to protect themselves against lawsuits so everyone who isn't a Marxist leftist piece of shit has to suffer if you're an employee in this company. But then they say, oh, we had diversity and inclusion training. So yeah. when whatever Amy from whatever race or gender or whatever comes in and sues for discrimination, they can point. That's that's largely what it is. I also think a lot of it is marketing people from our generation who got their MBAs and think like, oh, yeah, diversity. Woke is a marketing strategy. Uh, but for any company that's willing to listen, which you aren't because that's why you're all going to go bankrupt, um, you're, you're, you have a, a a labor shortage last I heard. Some bottle labor shortage. I'm not sure. Yeah. Guys, gals, and, and this has nothing to do with your race or gender because I don't know if you knew this. If you're a black female, the diversity and inclusion training also sucks for you too. Um, don't work for these companies if they have it. First question you should have is like, do you have any of this diversity inclusion type of mandatory training? Oh, you do, but you don't have training on the job. I have to get a master's degree. Fuck you. Like, don't work for these places. And you're what everyone's witnessing right now, <clears throat> back when you when you and I were no more than 10 years younger, it was still the thing like, yeah, you want to work for the big four? You want to work for the bulge bracket? You want to work? Nope. That's all changing. All these big time corporations are becoming the last places you want to work. You don't even want to work there for the time. Ooh, I worked at whatever, Ernst Young, Price Waterhouse, whatever, Deloitte and Touche. No, you don't want to work. And I don't know if the internet has taught you guys anything, but there is a world of money to make from home, online, yourself, whatever endeavor that made. Like if you're a pretty girl who knows how to show the fuck up on time, all right? You can make a lot of money if you want. You do not have to go. That is so outdated, so old boomer. There's no reason to go. So if if these uppity employers, ooh, we're Facebook. We could like <laughs> fuck you. I'm not. No, I no. I'm not commuting. I don't have to commute. No, I'm not. No, I'm gonna stay at home and live with my parents. Fuck you, people. And I think that's a lot of that's happening. What do you got on the? You know, I don't think you tolerate that. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like I got sort of lucky because, I mean, we can all admit 10 years ago, I mean, there was still some of this going on, but it was far less crazy than it has been in the last few years. So I actually missed most of this. Like, I never had to deal with it. I don't think it's good to create that kind of political atmosphere in a company because all it's going to do is erode, like, cohesiveness and it's going to create some really bitter employees it's going to drive all your quality employees away because like let's say again the very talented black man who get the seat you know like let's say landrum goes in you know he gets his cpa mm-hmm. and tom and, and tom's smart enough he's like i'm not gonna go work like he'll work for the big four for a couple of years and get get his get his uh credentials he ain't gonna go for management because he knows that once a black female or black latina or lesbian or whatever they're gonna get promoted over him 
So there's absolutely no reason for talented people to go work for these large corporations, especially if they're promoting. Look, they're literally telling you we're not a meritocracy and we promote people with vaginas and different skin color. That's it. You want to go work for you want to hang your hat there? Fuck that shit. Go be self-employed. Well, I mean, I'm like you. I'm a big fan of uh, meritocracy. If you can do the work and you have competence, I don't care what you look like or it, it just that's how it should yeah, be. Yeah, no. Well, well, they'll find out. They'll find out. I mean, what they're going to what's going to end up happening is they're going to become dinosaurs like the uh, the Korean Chables or the Japanese Kuretsus. And they're going to have to be constantly bailed out by the government. And you're going to be like, yeah, I don't know if I really want to work there. We're going to have the continuation of their great resignation. No one's going to put the effort in unless they're paid. The only thing I can say is I can't see myself ever going back to like corporate America or the government ever again. So mm. um, dung is fun for five dollars. Aaron Clary bobblehead and he's giving me the finger. Oh, oh man. Yeah. You know, get the arm up here. With- Boy, that would actually sell. If I got see now Chad's gone. Am I gone? I'm here. You cut out. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, I won't mention who, but she's prettier than us, is probably watching her soap operas or whatever girls do down there. So. How am I now? You're now, you're good now. Okay. You know, you know, okay. So um that would sell. Near and Cleary bobblehead given the finger. That would totally you sell. gotta consider it, mass produce them. <laughs> I gotta, dude. Like I know, red I know. bubble and uh, it's a pain in the ass. Oh, you have a gun. Oh, there's a girl who's pretty and with big boobs. We can't print those. just shut the fuck up. Again, pretty girls who show up on time, artists who do the job on time, and a merch producer that doesn't have their fucking politics shoved up their ass. Yeah. Lance again for $20. Thanks, Lance. Uh, Aaron and Chad, do you think our entire IT infrastructure will collapse based on your analogy of home building in America? Think solar winds or colonial pipeline. Um, I don't know a lot about this. I uh, I would say yes, but it won't collapse. It will degrade. And, you know, you're going to have brownouts. That would be an electrical power grid issue. But your bandwidth would be throttled. Uh, you can't get because there's too many people on the system. Uh, a, a, mo- a very perfect analogy because it's infrastructure and it almost identically parallels uh, Internet traffic would be regular traffic. Did we build more roads? Did we build more bypasses? No, we gave a bunch of fucking degenerate breeders more money so they could breed more, and that's where all the money went. And now you have traffic jams. So you're going to have slower delivery, slower times. Um, you're going to have to wait. You know, I can't wait till um, here's something inglorious that women don't want to sleep with air conditioner, HVAC guys. Hmm. Okay. That's not sexy. That's not fun. The, the day is coming, Phoenix, Vegas, Southern California. There's not going to be enough HVAC guys to go around. And there's going to be people who are going to start dying or you're going to be really uncomfortable because of heat. But, you know, hey, we, 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 we got a bunch. So, yes, we're not training young people to be productive citizens or to deliver goods and services that people want. And so, you know, I'd really be curious to see, you know, uh, ratios, percentage, you know, number of Americans per IT professional, number of Americans per HVAC professional. And as those numbers go up, that HVAC guy's got to service 200, 300, 500, 1,000, and soon they can't service that many people. So, yes, I, I believe that will it will decay and degrade and slow down like traffic. They make a lot of money, by the way. HVAC. They're going to make more money because you're going to want to have a, a air conditioning in summer. The only thing I want to quickly add to this is that I grew up abroad in 
you know, we'll call them developing countries. Mm-hmm. Um, the original people who set up the infrastructure and everything, I don't know if it's because they didn't train, you know, the locals how to work it. But I mean, I was lucky whenever I called one of my friends in high school, I was lucky if it, you know, would connect within three attempts. Right. So it's bad. Mm-hmm. The uh, um, Soviets would uh, supply their various uh, satellite countries because not to bore people, but uh, communism also expanded into Africa and that worked out well for them. I mean, the yeah. Africans, not the Soviets. And they would give these uh, African militaries like here's a tank and the the Soviet engineers or trainers would come back after a while and they'd look at the tank. The tank would be rusting up like, what the hell are you doing? And they wouldn't maintain them. They leave them out in the in the rain. And so all these Soviet, all this high value Soviet equipment just decayed because no one spent the time to like maintain the engine, turn over yeah. the engine. They left it out in the in the rain to rust. And yeah, and that's what's going to happen. Now, here in the United States, we have more than ample number of men and women that can tell you why you're privileged and why you owe other <laughs> people more of your money. But ain't one, ain't a damn one of them. I mean, Jiffy Loop can't even find people. You gotta go schedule a fucking oil change. I mean, it it's it's happening already. Lance is right, but it's, it's not going to be like this collapse. Um, I I went to high school in East Africa. Infrastructure pretty bad, and the population did explode, so it ain't good. Yep. Did they train them to be mechanics and uh, engineers, or did they just sit there and get more government aid and free free clothing? Honestly, they just sat there and popped out mm. kids. I don't even mm. know how they earned money. Okay, all um, right. Ask your dad if he still believes in that charity <laughs> shit. Ask ask your old man how that worked out. I'm real curious. That did not work out. Um, no, it doesn't. Imagine that. Having sex and spitting out kids without producing shit means there ain't no shit to go around for all the mouths to feed. I'm imagine that. It's, Don't even ask what the HIV and Hep C rate was. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like forty percent in some cases. Very high. Oh, Here's our gal M W here for five bucks. I'm nineteen and hate college. Afraid of being a loser, though, so I suffer through it. Law school is only if I never find a boyfriend. <laughs> um, I'll tell I you think what, she'll find a boyfriend. She's pretty this, good looking. Yeah. This is how. So I'm against the NBA. You're against the NBA. It's just worthless. No. Remember, those are 80% male, and pretty much every woman in my class either, you know, got married for somebody in the class or just basically had a field day just dating all these high-value men. So just go to get your MBA if you're concerned about No, don't get the MBA. No, no, no. She's she, You're 19. Yeah, I would, I would hold – your CPA I think is a great idea. Your degree in accounting will be perfectly fine as an undergrad, so you can immediately start working. Heck, you could start working with your associates – and she got an enrolled agent or something like her and Landrum are kind of on the same path. He's just a little bit older than her. Um, <clears throat> you're fine. Just just postpone that law school and look here. NW do this. Look up the hashtag women with degrees on Twitter. It was disproportionately uh, black women and minority women. And I want you and, and I want you to go through all their tweets and all that and look how many of them are like, OK, I got my undergrad in sociology. Now it's time for law school. And this was two, three years ago. Law school destroys women. It, yeah. And I don't mean in a psychological perspective or a mental perspective or emotional, although maybe that too. I'm talking your finances. It fucks shit up. Yeah. You, got, yeah. you got student loan debt. You're, you don't have any work experience. It just fucks you up. So please just try the CPA. Be an accountant. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, 
I like how the boy, if I don't find a boyfriend, I don't go to law school. It's like, well, you'll give it time. Slight counterpoint, slight. What if she got a full ride to law school? Okay, then then you t- then the debt goes away, but the employment and it has to be a tier one law school. Yeah, you can't I agree be going that. to a tier yeah. two or lower. It just you just can't because then you don't. And which is why I said if she really wants to do this estate planning thing, just go. It'd be a self employment deal. Go to California, pass the bar exam without going to law school, and then you can open up a shop. MW's estate planning. And, you know, of course, this would be several years from now, but if we're still around, I'd be more than happy to promote that. Because people, you're right, people do need estate planning. You don't know, you don't need to go to Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe and pay $500 an hour for him to do it. You know, this young lady could do it and do it from her home. Mm-hmm. I still think it's the accounting. I just, I, I mean, I, I think she should treat accounting, but yeah. Yeah. see who's next. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I think it's William Curtin. Hang on, give me a second. I'm kind of going with the slow scroll. Remember the good old days when we didn't have 20,000 people and we didn't have super chats? It was just like, hey, there's the topic. Saying good night, everybody. <laughs> William Curtin for $2. Can't find Chad's YouTube channel. Post a link. I'll do that right now. Do so. that now. I don't know how to post a link on YouTube because I'm a boomer. Well, I, I got to say, you guys, I'm not like. It's tax season, so I don't know if I'll really be doing a whole lot. But right, but after intend- tax season, yeah, you- yeah, like I do intend to, you know, do put out some videos. Ooh, I'm, I'm up so fifty three uh-huh. subscribers. Wow, by gosh almighty! Oh boy, you're big cool. time now, hey, boy. <laughs> Man, you are you are Alpha Chad now. That's the. I'm gonna go ahead and post this link. I think it'll work, but remember, there's nothing. Hey, on hey, there while while we're all here, okay, let's all make Chad for the 216 people go subscribe over to Chad's uh, YouTube channel. But if you guys want to make the tornado chasing kid real happy, so he's got his Instagram because that's obviously he's younger and that's where tornado chasers post their oh, stuff. Right. Yeah, and he does have really cool pictures and videos of the tornadoes. He's legit. He's he's professional. This is this isn't shtick. But um, I think I mentioned him on a. On a consultation once, we had a couple hundred people tuning in, and he got like twenty people. And he's like, "Hey, thanks a lot, man." And I'm like, "Well, wait, wait." And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, well, how many did you have before? He's like, "Maybe a hundred. So twenty subscribers would mean a lot to him. So if you guys could kindly, after this, go subs- his, It's Chris. Chris is ginger. That's yeah. his handle on um on Instagram. That probably mean a lot to the kid. We did that. All right. Ten second story. When I saw him in Oregon, when I was visiting my sister and brother-in-law, it just occurred to me. We were sitting outside and he's just sitting there with a beer. In comes my brother-in-law's cat. The cat was older than the kid. It just just blew my mind. It's like, wow, you really are a young kid. Yeah. Um, Okay. So next is Dre for two dollars. Would either of you two charge me money if I visited? Lots of uh, money. Lots of money. No, I'd have, I'd I'd woke up. Drake could come crash anytime he wanted, and I wouldn't charge him forty. Chicago. No, you don't want to visit Chicago. Chicago. No. no, we'll probably come now. visit him if he's down there. Just stay. That Drake, you're in a in a hub. I think people come visit you. Uh, but yeah, Drake could come up and visit anytime. Of course, he might be in the area. So sure. Yeah. Um, you know this oh, guy, look at that, look at Katie. Yeah, where's he been? I don't know, Arcady. I, I, I knew, I knew it was like 13, 14 years ago. I um, remember. Now I know why I'm not busy. I don't have Arcady sending me these these 
197 IQ questions I got to go and research. I, this is great. Arcady's here. I hope he's still around uh, this uh, stream. Uh, so for $15, he said, how happy is Cappy to be away from Minneapolis now when they are about to start with their proof of vax <laughs> mandate for restaurants, cafes, etc.? And how long will this be tolerated? They they'll do this in Chicago. They'll do now. it. They'll do it forever. And dude, Arcady, I, and this is one of the videos we're going to talk, or articles we're going to talk about. They will do it even after they get the all clear. They will, they guarantee you they're, they're they got nothing else going on in Minneapolis. Nothing else. Um, yeah, but we'll talk about that article here in a bit. You know, they instituted that in Chicago too. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So the competent man for $5, I think if there are any gaps in tax filing years, the IRS usually sends out a letter asking for filings. IRS will send estimated levies if no filing. That's correct if the computers can figure out that you're 1099 and you do owe taxes. Or if you're W-2 and they can tell that you kind of underwithheld, they're only mm -hmm. going to send you those letters if the algorithm knows that you're going to owe them taxes. If you're getting a refund, you will never get a letter like that. Mm. It's very dishonest, I think. Um, I storm for $5. I'm 35 years old trying to... F trying to date, trying to date, but seems like most men have a P adult videos off Instagram. Oh, porn. Do I adapt and accept or look for a unicorn? I'm overweight. I think he's asking if uh -huh. he should bother dating if he's overweight. And was know. it a guy or a girl? I'm confused. A 35 year old female. Oh, it's a female. I'm sorry. Yeah. A female. Okay. Female. Let's try this um, again. All right. Try it again. So it's a 35-year-old female trying to date, but it seems like most men have a porn addiction and, you know, Instagram and things like that. What's OF? Only fans. Only fans. Only you know fans. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, like yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Um, so do I adapt and accept or look for a unicorn? I'm overweight. Well, why don't you lose? It says medical, but why don't you try losing the weight? Okay. Here. Um, every guy watches porn. It's whether they're addicted to it and they got, and here's the other thing. What else have they got to do? All right. So you need, and here, whether you like this, it doesn't matter that you're fat. It doesn't matter if it's medical. You either are going to be physically attractive enough for a guy to ask you out. That's it. A car doesn't run without gas. Plane doesn't fly without wings. Guys are not going to get an erection unless they're physically attractive. So you have to get physically attractive to a man. Now that may mean you have to lower your standards to go with guys that are overweight I'm going to, I'm not going to call it bullshit, but I'm highly suspicious. Oh, it's medical. Is it really? Is it like, have you tried? I mean, that, what, what percent? I mean, isn't like less than 2% of the people have a medical condition and it's something to do with their, um, what is it? Some, some gland. Oh, like pituitary, thyroid, pituitary, thyroid, thyroid. thyroid. Yeah. All right. That may be the case. That might be the case. All right. In which case, otherwise, no. Gym, diet. You try to get as thin as you possibly can, healthily so. And that's going to increase your chances. Otherwise, don't ask me how to get the guys. Because I can't, well, I, I, yeah, there's no, there's no other way. If she is in a city, any kind of urban area, like if she went on Bumble or Tinder, she's going to find plenty of guys, even being overweight. I'm telling you, she will find guys to go out with her in these big cities. There's so much desperation. Right. You, you get people to go out with you. But this, oh, they got, they like, you know, it seems most men have a porn adult videos OFG problems. Well, okay, most of them have that. Still got to go out with them. That's what's available in the market. 
and yeah. you know, and maybe, I don't want to be mean. I think you know, losing, try, try to lose weight. No, it's not. No, what's being mean is like those boys don't know how good you is, girlfriend. You getting eaten. You're the biggest. Be- That's mean. All right. That's mm-hmm. horrifically evil. Telling her the truth. Hey, you got to lose weight when you can. And unfortunately, go out with these guys and try and find the diamond in the rough. Guys are going to um, get off. They're going to get off with you or without you. And you girls can start putting yourself into men's lives and be physically attractive. Men are going to get off on you. But if you're not going to be attractive and you're not going to put yourself in men's lives, they're going to get off on porn. Just like girls watch their romantic shows and their Fifty Shades of Grey and all that other stuff. That's your porn. You can't find a guy to romance and be the you know billionaire philanthropist, astronaut, cowboy, surgeon, cattle rancher, baron. You go get off on the TV. The guy's going to get off on porn. But if you want to, yeah, I think those points are completely irrelevant about how guys like watch those things because I mean, guys are always going to watch those things and they're also going to go on dating apps and try to have sex. Yeah. So. Yeah. I got, I had an idea for a dating service and I talked to a couple of female friends <laughs> and then I said, what about this? Like all these guys want to do is see pics of us and, and this and that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And well, is there a way to make that go away? I'm like, no, like, my, my sir, you don't know what the service is. I'm like, my service is in addition to this. I'm not going to contact Bumble and say, Hey, reprogram your website this way. I have the very narrow idea I can't get men to stop sending you dick pics. You know, it's out of my control, which by the way, guys, you probably shouldn't do that. You know, just, I was told about your idea recently. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, uh, it's not going to work. It, it uh, just that's what work. I was going to say. It's, yeah, it's not, not going to work. work. It's not going to work in part because, um, not all girls have hundreds of men in their inbox and right. I'll be perfectly honest. Most girls are not that interested in guys. They're, they're that's, not, they're not that, they aren't, they really aren't that interested. So that's unfortunately true. That's true. Um, X van for $5. Here's some shekels. It's okay. They'll just print more. Yeah. Well, we'll still take them. Thank you. Right. Right. I'm so happy. I own a little bit of crypto. <laughs> I'm so somebody, happy. I told you that story. Somebody paid me in crypto by accident in 2014 and I never touched it. And it's like, it's not a lot of crypto. Not a lot. Well, yeah, but it's still a couple hundred bucks by now. Pretty decent. Yeah. 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 Uh, DJ Aftershock for five bucks. My name is Tina, HR lady from Adina, Adina, and I'm voting for Ryback since he's cute and cares. I'm voting for Dean Phillips to get rid of mean Eric Paulson. I presume these are people you know. These are Twin Cities. Uh, What's his name? R.T. Ryback was a mayor of Minneapolis many years ago, and he was a cyclist and a trust fund baby, journalism major, worthless pussy piece of shit. Um. He didn't do anything to help Minneapolis. Um, and all the women were into, you know, they, oh, he's cute and he's handsome. And he says the nice things about the peoples. Um, then Dean Phillips, uh, the Everyday I Need Attentions, the Wiseze and the Excelsiors and the Minnetonkas. Um, traditionally Republican. They had Eric Paulson as a Republican representative and they elected Dean Phillips, who is part of the Phillips uh, booze. Remember Phillips Vodka? Mm-hmm. His great-great-grandfather established that. Dean is a trust fund baby, worthless pussy piece of shit. Um, and he says the nice things that gets the gets the women in the suburbs wet to vote and pull the D. Women like D in some regards. Democrats and T-Rash dick. That's what they like. And they're like, oh, my God, why are there poor people? Oh. Do you know if and Jacob Fry is still in office? Or? He got reelected. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> what do you care? 
I went to Minneapolis. Minneapolis people reelected that worthless fuck piece of shit. They deserve them. I think everyone also got elected on the city board. Minneapolis is a bunch of people hitting themselves in the hammer, thinking it's somebody else's fault hitting them in the hammer. That's all it is. I want it on record in case anybody's wondering. I never voted for Lori Lightfoot. I um, don't think anyone's going to accuse you of that. <laughs> Lance Perry for five bucks. What are your thoughts on our decreasing IT infrastructure? So we already got we- that one. I think we didn't get to his question quick enough, so he did another $5 super chat. So we did answer that. Okay. We did answer that, yes. Uh, I love this next one. Robert Donovan for $5. The California State Franchise Tax Board makes the IRS look downright neighborly. He is so correct about that. What Those is that? Great thumbs. That's the California Tax Board, the state of California. Like they they have such a bad budget situation. They Is that the California Department of Revenue? Yes. Yes. Why the fuck did they call it the California State Franchise Board? Why didn't they say Department of Revenue? Because it's California. Everything's got to be different Fucking and stupid dip there. shit's out there. I have a few California clients, and yeah, they're terrible. Um, Laughing Lark for $10. This is a female. Ladies, um, nothing builds your sympathy for the opposite sex quite like dating your own. I think she – well, did you date your own Laughing Lark? When did you go out with girls? Laughing Lark is a, is a lady. She's one of the gals. Oh, okay. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm, I uh, with conversations I've had with several people not too long ago, actually, um, women really are clueless as to – well, because they don't date themselves unless they're lesbian, of course. So that it's a rare exception. But one, women are absolutely clueless about other women and how they treat men. Um, even my mom was like, oh my God, I didn't know it was so bad. I'm like, wish you fucking told me when I was like 13. Well, I thought, blah, 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 blah. So they have, they're, they're in the dark. And two, I cannot emphasize this enough, men. Women have nowhere near the interest in you that you do them. It's <laughs> not even close. And I'm not even talking like you're an alpha chat or something like just talking to these gals about business ideas and consulting. They really have very they say oh yeah i'd like to get married and have kids understand that's like yeah i'd like to have a big mac and fry sometimes it is not you they are not putting that at the most critical like this is important for me to live my life that most girls don't they really i'm sure you're you're on par with a pet do you want a dog (laughs) oh no i'm not joking i'm not until i see proof otherwise i gotta look at this data when it comes in i'm like wow you you really don't care. Like you could take and, and they, you're like, uh, and not even a dog. Cause a dog's kind of a serious investment. We're talking like a cat hamster gerbil. Um, hmm. yeah, that's the, so yes, she, she, so I, I applaud laughing. Like, why did you try and date a girl or was, did you just go out with a bunch of girls and try and listen or what? I'm kind of curious how she came to that conclusion. I used to have this, you know, this back and forth with my mom. You know, it's hard for women to lose weight. Mm-hmm. My mom would keep telling me, oh, it's you're the problem, Chad, not the women. And finally, I had to say, have you ever tried to date a woman mom? And, of course, mm-hmm. she said no. But, I mean, that should be the checkmate, I think. Well, it, it's also – it's not malice. They're not doing it. But they are clueless. Like, yes. your mom should have the, the critical thinking ability to say, okay, Chad is my only son. I should ask him what it's like out in the field. That's why I asked for your reports and Atham and younger people, like, cause I don't really go out into the field and, and, and go date these gals. 
I got to know what it's like, but I rely on it because you guys are out there, but your mom immediately team girl. And it, and really? it yeah. Yeah. And not, not a thought, not, it's automatic. It, it doesn't, never gets up here. It's back here. Brainstem. They don't even right. think about it. And so there is a lack of empathy. Empathy. Well, I think lack of understanding, lack of understanding. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and not solipsistic in the selfish sort of way, but they really, they do not consider at, we, I'll give you one final example before we beat this to death. <clears throat> What do red pill men, content creators and all that, what do we recommend for men? Well, that's a, I mean, there's a lot of things you guys recommend. Top five things you recommend men do. What do we recommend? Uh, Stay in shape. Stay in shape. Um, Wow. Self-employment or no? Self-employment. Sure. Let's go with that. Career. Career. Um, Get your finances in order. Is that avoiding debt? Right, which is whatever the top five are to you. It doesn't have to be the actual top five. Yeah, d- you know, stay presentable, you know, become well-spoken, things like that. Um, okay. Yeah. Why do, is that hard? I mean, it takes some effort, but it's doable. It's hard make, making the right, yeah, okay. Yeah. What do women tell women to do? Women tell women, like, you go, girl, you should be accepted at any size, you know, you don't need to change for anybody, you know. I don't want to hear anyone accuse the red pill of being misogynist or sexist. The red pill asks what women want and goes to great lengths to figure that out, which women don't make very clear either, by the way. And then we try to deliver it, telling men how to deliver that. Mm-hmm. Women on the other, like the red pill for women or feminism, I guess, for lack of a better uh, description, tell women, Oh, shut the fuck up. You don't need no man. There is yeah. absolutely no consideration. None. And that, whether it's as, as extreme as feminism or natural default female nature, I'm going to say it again. And Rich Cooper's right. Women don't care about your journey. They just mm-hmm. care about who shows up at the finish line. Yeah. You don't tell women about your problems. You don't tell them about your emotional stuff you're going through. They don't care. And it's not that they don't want to. They're not capable. And I know some women are, da, da, da. I know this one gal down in China. Okay, fine. Yeah. Generally speaking, they are unaware of anything you go through. So. I also think there's a crabs in the bucket mentality. Sometimes there misery is. loves company. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amy can't go out and fall in love, you know, and do nice things. I guarantee you, I guarantee you what your not girlfriend uh, is doing right now, uh, however you want to describe her. <clears throat> there's a group of women, if they found out what she was doing, they'd fucking stab her in the back and ridicule her. Like, how dare you? How come you, you did that? But, but so sad. So sad. They really do seem so much nicer down here. Unfortunately. Well, uh, Dre for two bucks. Oh God. Uh, reality calc website has male reality calculator. Have you seen that? Uh, I think I know I what he's talking is, about. Um, I think reality. you put in like your height, weight, and like your income level. Male reality like calculator. Got dreams. Yeah. Is this the one? I think I've seen. What are the chances of finding women of my dreams? Right. So this is a, a guy or a gal that um, mimicked the male uh, female delusion calculator. Yeah. What are the chances? Um, no, I think this is a client of mine. Uh, this is an actuary who programmed this, <clears throat> and he wants to bring in reality to men. All right. Uh, what are my chances? Blah, blah, blah. Age. Okay, I'll go 
Let's go uh, 45. Got 18. I want to do it. I'll do 25. Male reality calculator. Uh, exclude married. Exclude month. Let's say I just want to get married. Race. I'll click any because if they're attractive, they're attractive. Minimum height. I'm going to try the same thing you're doing but for me. Exclude obese. Exclude overweight. I could date a girl, I guess, for 10. <laughs> Never really. Minimum income. I'd like her to support herself. We'll put that at 50,000. What'd you put for minimum height? For uh, 10. For 10? Okay. Um, probability. Yeah. 1.8%. Yep. Yeah, I got 1.3%. Whatever I put in, I got 1.3%. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so. so it's pretty low. <clears throat> so, yep. Isn't okay. it great when we all decided not to love each other and get fat and be disgusting <laughs> and have other people's children? I'm sure that. Uh, so be strong should be the... Oh, did I not get that one? He, he talked about the reality calculator. Oh, sorry. There we go. Yeah, uh, be strong for $2. Maybe men are going transgender to get promoted. Do you know about the the, sw- the college swim teams? Have you heard about this? What, where it's uh, a biological male just dominating the field? Yes. And so, like, that started. Somebody identified as a woman and was just winning all the races. So the other oh, coaches – Yeah, but this is what I think is hilarious. Right. The coaches from other schools noticed this. So they started to recruit, you know, transgender females – Meanwhile, female um, swimmers, you know, they're upset. They're like, you know, this is bull crap. Like we're getting I, like crowded out and everything. I don't know every single female college athlete, but I'm going to assume most of y'all vote Democrat. So fuck you and eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. I mean, I have. I, I really I really can't care. I really can't. No, 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 no. Is it? This is pour a scotch and watch and like, oh, you're going to vote Republican or simply not Democrat. You're not. OK, fuck you. I admit I'd like this to go full, full blown. I, we are going to watch the best show on earth. We're going to see it. <laughs> you already got women thinking fat is beautiful. You got men thinking they're women and they should be treated as such. Women thinking they're men be treated. But okay, fine. I mean, I'm, go go do what you want. I'm 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 by all means, you're a free person. I respect people's choices. But um, and we'll get to Minneapolis where it's like, oh, you're just free money. Like, oh yeah, okay, see how it works. <laughs> Free money. Um, (laughs) Dung is fun for $5. Aaron Clary bobblehead. Yes, he is that tall. Uh Um, Okay, yeah. This is about close to a foot long. Well, about 10 inches long. 10 inches, yeah. That's that's what she said. Hey, uh, whoa. Hey, hey, look who's in the house. Look at this area there. Uh, Hey, it's the kid. Where are you at now? So he left Vegas, right? He left. He's going to reconnoiter Phoenix. So he's checking out. Uh, look at these dude bros not working corporate jobs. Well, this dude bros working a corporate job. Look at him. Look at him go. My God. Lance Perry. Lance for 20 bucks. Do you think the USA can bail itself out with lack of STEM and CPAs with East Asian immigration based on the millions of the billions of them over there? No. No. You <clears throat> you cannot, I'd have to look at the dependency ratio. You cannot have to, you can somewhat slow that down if you import labor that works and not just labor that works, but highly skilled labor. 
you can import a bunch of refugees, and, and I don't I don't fault the Afghan refugees, for example. They came out of a war-torn area trying to save their lives. But how many of them are doctors? How many of them are engineers? Or how many of you like, you know, literally, okay, you you know how to herd goats or, you know, make heroin. Do you know how to program and code? And hopefully, like, you know, immigrants generally do better. Um, but after two or three generations, the children become Americanized. We ain't why give a shit, you know, oh, we're oppressed. Oh, you know, like look at Ilian Omar, just a worthless parasite yeah. of a human being. Um, no, no, we've lost the culture. We've lost people. You know, we have people thinking they don't have to work for a living. And until the dependency ratio, you know, I forget what the dependency ratio is, if it's a percent of dependence, you cannot have half your population being parasitic. You just can't. And no amount of immigrate or immigrating, you know, high IQ people from Vietnam, no matter how many engineers and doctors, that's not going to change it. Because for every one of them, there's a bunch of trailer trash in Wyoming that's spitting out kids more than um, Dr. Zhang from from uh, Taiwan does uh, coming out. No, it's not going to happen. Quick story for you. I promise I'll keep it mm-hmm. brief. Uh, I don't somebody- care. We keep getting money here. This is fine by me. Somebody who you know, you know, who lives where I live, um, Mm -hmm. he's a software engineer. I was talking to him just a couple days ago. He already has a full-time W-2 job. He has a side 1099 business, and you're going to love this. Mm -hmm. He interviewed for a second full-time W-2 job. Yeah, and I was like, well, how are you going to do that? How are you going to have time? Listen to this. What do you think he's going to do? He's going to outsource it to some guy in India. India. Outstanding. He already found... So he's going to collect the full salary, basically do nothing. And like other people are going to do his job for him for like half the cost. Good for him. Yeah, I got busted like that five years ago, but good for him. I know someone who's working two full-time jobs because they're working from home. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what he does exclusively. He works from home. Good for her. See, gals, you could get on this action too. You can make the monies. You could be sugar. I want sugar mamas. We need more sugar mamas in this country. I'm all for the sugar mamas. You <laughs> girls go work a lot of time. I, I hear. I want so to be good. the pool boy or the or the exterminator, the scorpion killer. <laughs> Desperate housewives. Mm-hmm. Um, the competent man for ten dollars. Most of my law school classmates ended up making less after law school than prior to. Only tier one and top in the class had a chance. The economics <laughs> of a law degree were bad in 2005 and a disaster today. So don't do it. Don't do law school. Don't yeah. do law school. All right, here. God, this guy's been waiting a long time. Look at that. Oh. $50. That's another $50 donation when Chad's on the show, I see. Well, he might have just done it, whether I was here or not. He was probably going to do it. No, no. Um, people, no, I know people wait because you only get the super chats when you're on for 50 bucks. Further proof you should do your own podcast, but then my my, my audience hates me and waits till I got to split it. There, there's, there's a group of people, they're waiting, they save their shekels, Chad, and they're like, ah, oh, we're going to get Aaron. Bam! 50% tax cut goes to Chad. Turnabout is fair play. If I have my own stream and you're on it, you get 50%, of course. God, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Uh, Clarence Gaston, first of all, thank you so much. That's super generous. Very generous, um, very kind. Hey, Cappy, most people don't want to do real work. People look down on us blue collar guys, me and most of my friends in trucking, construction and HVAC bring home six figures a year. And people still try to look down on us like we are not people. He's so right. He's right. He's right. Now, I'll admit this to Clarence. A lot of it is your peers are seventh grade idiot fucking morons. And, you know, like like tradesmen, like, yeah, you find that one good tradesman, you're golden. 
But for you and um, Alex Patino, he's a truck driver. For every one of you, there's a fucking moron. Or there's like five morons. And here's the other thing. <clears throat> I, I don't know if we talked about this before. Chad, do women empathize with men at all? Are they even cogn- even slightly aware of what it's like to be a truck driver? I cannot imagine I've met anybody like that. If there is a perfect example of Rich Cooper's women don't care about the race. They only show up at the finish line. It would be Clarence. And here's the thing, Clarence, like you, you drive long haul overnight shift through snow, through passes, uh, I'm presuming in the United States, and then you're tired or you're a mechanic, come home dirty. They, they are unaware of what you went through. What they want to see is the shiny guy in the suit who looks, you know, goes to the gym or something and wears nice clothes. Yeah. Like that, right? Like that. But you know, more than five foot six and they, (laughs) Yeah, all right, five eight. All right, fine, whatever. Um, they, you're not. How can I put? It? Not only they unaware of the trials and tribulations we went through. They don't know finances. They don't know six figures. I've said this before. They don't care if you actually make six figures or spend six figures. They care that you spend six figures. Yeah. And so you're not shiny. You're not glitzy. Um. It's, you know, and, and that's what it is. Now, for some reason in Australia, women love the tradesmen. They always say tradies get the ladies. So something's going on different there. But, yeah, it's not glittery. Did it's you hear shiny. stories about that from Australia? Yeah, there's, yeah, Australia, like the, the dude's like, dude, girls like the, yeah. Girls like, oh, you work at the mines? Okay, tell me more. Uh, so maybe something culturally different. Um, but tragic as it may be um you know what's more important than you being a truck driver in today's dating world uh what how many instagram followers you got oh yeah i mean really i mean it's a honestly if i was clarence i've I've talked about this do ceo game get a domain all right johnson control well there actually is a company called johnson uh, johnson pneumatics and you put yourself ceo get a professionally done looking website all right, register a company on the on the Secretary of State, and then you just say, and on your dating platform, you or your pre, uh, uh, platforms, you I'm the CEO of this controls. What? And I know a guy like this who was president and CEO of a real company, but the company made uh, lost money every year, so not a real company. But guess what? what Tons of pussy, tons yes. of quality pussy. Because girls don't go to the Secretary of State and look it up. Girls don't say, let me see your tax returns and audit your income statement. So if you want, it, really, you might, and that's going to cost, what, maybe 500 bucks? Yeah. Maybe. Just do that. Uh, there's a chance I know who you're talking about, right? Because I think there I is do. a chance. Yes, yeah. there is a chance. But it's not uncommon. There's a lot of guys who run money-losing businesses. Girls don't care. Yeah. It's all about the image. Uh, DJ Aftershock for two bucks. Theme of Pritzker and Duckworth. Oink, oink, oink. Pritzker is Pritzker's the governor. He's this fat bastard, oh. uh, governor of Illinois. Um, All right. Fat ass loser. And of course, you already know about uh, our senator, who's just a complete mm. joke. Ugh, I hate Duckworth. You still live there, so I don't know why you, but that's sort right. of. Um, <clears throat> All right. Wiz Division Productions for $5. I just want you to know, I'd drive you and pick you up from the airport anytime, Captain. Thank you, Wiz Division Productions. Thank you. Well, I wouldn't even charge you for being fun-sized. Wow. Okay. See, that's uh, – why do I get the feeling I have to pay in other ways? 
Wiz Division Productions, are you a female? Well, no, it's a guy. I'm pretty sure it's a guy. guy? I think. I don't know. Um, uh, I I do like your female. You have to admit, we do have like uh, vocal female participants here. It's nice to have the ladies in the house. They kind of grow on you like the dog you never want to get that dog out of here. You're like, all right, it's kind of a nice dog. I get that like mini it. poodle out of here. God, um, I don't like that poodle. So uh, the next one was um, this is a repeat of one we already did. And she further down, she said, sorry, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't think it went through like the first. Oh, one. yeah. So we're a little delayed on the super chats here. So everyone, everyone be patient. Everyone be patient. So she was just saying that basically, yeah, dating women gave her sympathy as far as like what we have to deal with trying to date women. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I was kind of shocked with the handful of gals I talked to about their online dating experiences because the one thing I will admit, both people, male and female, that tune into this is we don't surround ourselves with douchebags. But one gal I was talking to, like, I'm sick and tired of getting dick pics. I'm like, well, wait, whoa, whoa. Like, you get dick pics a lot? She's like, yeah, all the time. I'm like, what? And She's like, oh, yeah, and they always want to talk about sex and get pictures. And then I'm like, okay, I can kind of see that. And I said, well, wait, are you on um, Tinder? Because that's a that's a hookup app or at least on the – she's like, no, this is Match. I'm like, wait. <laughs> and so we don't see it because uh, we're, we're a little bit more couth than that. But, yeah, the girls have absolutely shit to choose from too, and yeah. you know, which is why I thought my idea would do well. But then they're like, yeah, I don't know. Not really. I'm like, okay, never mind. I also had, uh, I tried to set up a couple people. Like I met men who are quality. I'm like, I got a girl in my archive somewhere. And so I reached out to these two girls in the past. Like, Hey, I got another guy. Didn't hear anything from them. It's like, look, you're either serious about this or you're not. And they're not guys. I'm telling you, they're not, they're not. They just go do your thing, man, and make your money, and and hopefully the right one comes along. But um, they are are fractionally interested in. I have sympathy for the good women that are having trouble. Oh, I do guys. too. Yeah, yep. I really do. Yeah, here's a nice young lady. She's in Australia. Donna Hannaford for five Australian dollars. Cappy, my 16 year old cousin thinks you're great his 16 ops i might have suggested he watch you is book of numbers on audible in australia yet audible? i i don't know um i don't know why you would have to you just go to audible.com go to the american site because it's just a file um and audible grants you permission to access it so i don't know why you'd have to be in australia um i don't know, have him look it up I honestly don't know. I just upload it to the Amazon in America, Amazon.com, and then I say, yes, global distribution. Um, it's kind of a fuck-up that Amazon, like, oh, it's not available here. Well, why the fuck is it not available? Not not yelling at you, but, like, Amazon. Like, Dude, how is it not available in India? They speak English there. That's a pretty big market. Um, but, you know, there's only so many hours in a day and so many fires to put out that I, I don't know. But thank you, Don. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much. Cheers. I just Oh, got is that another nice thing? Yeah, what is up with she didn't me? yell at you when you get Oh my I goodness. Her, I was like, sorry, this is taking so long. We're making money. And she's like, Would you like a beer? Wow. Yes. How about she writes how about she writes a book, How Not to Be a Kuanta? How about that? That's <laughs> cheers, ladies and gentlemen. To all um, the nice ladies out there, all three of you. That's uh, uh, uh 
Wiz oh, Division Productions for five dollars. So he's a it's a guy. He confirmed he's, he's a guy. He is a guy. Um, thoughts on Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard for sixty eight point seven billion dollars? Since literally everyone and their mom is talking about it, I this went oh, over my head. I'm all right. So um, Activision Blizzard. Remember Activision Pitfall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're still around and legacy video game programmer. Uh, they also bought Blizzard Entertainment. I think they were the first, what was that? Wizards and Warlocks, whatever the online was, um, the big online game. They're the first ones. So um, Microsoft bought them, I presume, because they want to have it in-house and in vertical supply chain where it's like, okay, we got Xbox One. We're a software company. Let's do that. So we got the PC market, and we can put it on Xbox platform. Only thing is, I don't give a shit anymore about consoles. I'm only going to be buying Nintendo consoles if I do buy consoles from here on out uh, because the video game console industry has moved towards pure video gaming nerds who literally have the time to wait for these downloads. Um, and not to bore you guys, but I talked about, I did a video on this once, but uh, like I just plugged in my Xbox one after moving, it was two days of downloads for updates. Uh, Every video game I bought a day and a half of downloads. Uh, And I talked to a guy in the video game industry. Oh, Peter Kozland. I said, he's a nerd. I said, are they banking on the purest nerds who have time? Like they got nothing else to do, but play video games all the time. So they're willing to sit and wait. He's like, yes, they don't do campaigns anymore. Everything's online. They don't care. They will shove updates up your ass. They'll release partially finished product. You got to pay for the downloadable content. So they're going for the purest video gaming nerds. They're not going for volume. So if you were like a casual gamer, if you just like to plug and play, like we used to back in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, and the 2010s, fuck you. Too bad. You got to pay $80 to get the game. You got to pay $500 for downloadable content. Here's an online thing. No, you don't get a standalone game. The only place that does that is Nintendo now and the PC Master Race. And so um, that's so I don't care that Microsoft bought Action Activision Blizzard. Activision Blizzard's games are uh, bloatware. Uh, there are a lot of woke bullshit. Mm. And uh, they're not games. They're movies that you occasionally press a button. And I am not playing anything on a PlayStation or Microsoft platform because I literally, literally spent three times as much time downloading the games the playing the fucking games and i had the cd the actual disc uh so no i didn't pay attention to that and they can go fuck themselves i gotta admit when you and atham you know in our chat group are talking about all the video games i'm just kind of like i don't know what any of this is Um, how about this if you ever decide you want to get into video games talk to me and atham because we'll just set you up with a real simple game that you don't need to download, you know, it'll be mm. fun. It won't be a chore. Does, do you know Activision, do they do um, Call of Duty? Is that? Yep, that's okay. dumb. Yep. Okay. I think, yes. Or Battlefield, one of those main blockbuster ones, yeah. Hmm. Uh, oh, sorry. I got laughing like, yeah, this was the one I was talking to you about, like uh, five bucks. So she sent those two basically the same uh super chat so she reworded it love you guys well thank you she's a sweet lady seems like it uh let's see who's next uh the competent man for five dollars 
Hilarious story. Paulina Poritskova says it's unfair that she's now, I know this story, that she's now invisible to men. Of course, she really means she can't get the men that she got years ago. She's about, she's a former, do you know who that is? Yeah, who, she's a very pretty model back in the 80s. Yep. Yeah. So she's like maybe 50 now and she's got 50. kids, a few kids. And I, it's exactly right. She was complaining that, you know, she can't get the guys she used if, to get. If that is true, and they didn't like skew it. I'd kindly tell her to fuck off, but she's not cognizant or able to listen to that because yeah. that require acknowledging that you're lied to or wrong and that there's other people in the world. So I'm not even going to get work. Oh, pretty girl hits wall. Confused? Tune in at six. I've... Well, you know, she used to be in the uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions back before they had fat people. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I storm for two dollars. Why is everyone flaming me in the chat? No need to be rude. Um, I don't know. You don't have. You can ignore them. Don't take it personally. Well, I mean, just say, yeah. Well, I mean, you guys. I know we're like a half hour behind on these, but she was just being honest about her situation and wanted some feedback. You know, you don't have to pile on or anything. No, but at the same time, I mean, this is this is the chair. Like, I won't tolerate people insulting, like, being mean for mean's mm-hmm. sake or calling, na- like, you know, unacceptable names. Um, but yeah, if, if someone's getting out of line in the chat room, let me know. I'm, I'm okay to use the uh, band hammer. It's where we need Atham here to monitor it. Yeah, the blue wrench was in here. I don't know where Doc went. Hmm. Um, so oh, after that... Yeah. Uh, yeah, our Ashkenazi Jewish agent in the field again. He's still here, hopefully, uh, for $5. Your video about common fungible people is nothing Fungible, short of fungible, fungible, Mr. NBA man. I'm a numbers guy. It's nothing short of epic and timeless. So when did you do that one? Because I didn't uh, see it. I think this t- the video of that is last week, and the title is Why Your Common is the Most Hurtful Insult Possible. Your Common? Common. Um, huh. because so like you're nothing special, you're, just you're nothing dumb. special. And, and the, why it's particularly, if you have dumb people and average intelligence, people won't get it. But let's say you, you know, you go online dating. Okay. Here's your girl, liberal arts degree, swipe, right. Trump to Hillary travel dogs, cat, whatever. If you go up there, you're like, you're fun. You're common. You're fungible. That means you're interchangeable with like literally, literally tens of millions of other women with the exact same dating profile. The point I was making, if you're that common, are you even alive? Like, huh. are you even a human being or are you an NPC or a robot? If you're an NPC or a robot, robot, not only are you not human, you're worthless. And also by the law of economics, if you're so common like dirt, dirt is worthless, diamonds are precious. And so there are so many common people who watch the sports ball and I got my college <laughs> like degree. Right, well, but I'm, like I'm just saying there's, there's just so many – common average people that if you don't stand out i really wonder if you have any value not just to society but to yourself like you know and we'll get to it like the minneapolis people we just throw more money on it like shut up you're common like your entire life you know the the brazilian gal who's gonna go yeah. whatever cure yeah. aids or help the children no you're worthless yeah. you're you're worthless you're common you're just another uh, leftist person who doesn't want to work who's going to advocate taking more money from other people to bail other people out of their stupid mistakes and only perpetuate the problem. You don't exist. You're worthless. You could be replaced. You're nothing unique or special. I doubt anyone could even be falling in love with you. Only people would maybe want to fuck you if you're hot. So do you really? And so that is the insult. And there's well, nothing worse to be. Yeah. There's nothing worse to be called a worthless human. 
I'll check it out. Is this one of your like hour long ones or is it? Uh, it might be. I don't know. <laughs> uh, keep in mind, half of them end up being super chat answers anyway. Like this. <laughs> like this. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the article. Yeah, did you have an article you wanted? I got um, two. We'll get to them. Might have to do another potty break or something. but We probably do. Uh, Lance Perry for 20 bucks. Aaron and Chad, do you suppose that with all the tax revenues that the federal government collects that we will ever get an honest audit from the government? No. No. I, honest- you, might get, you might get an honest audit, but no one cares. Like, well, the, the government... The, you know. The government is not, I can say this, I've done these audits. The government is not interested in, like, being fair to you. They just want to, like, take your money. Oh, you mean like the IRS? Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. I was talking about the IRS. Okay, all right, all right. I thought you meant auditing the budget. I'm like, I think they actually do that, but the government's pretty open. Like, oh, yeah, we gave this group of parasites your money, this group of parasites your money. We bailed out these bankers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's the political will of the people that makes it acceptable. People voted this in. They vote in Democrats. Yeah. Democrats vote to take producers' money and give it to parasites. That's it. Although, in in all fairness, Bush did bail out banks, and Trump was the one to print off all the money, not Biden. Though Biden is certainly trying to catch up. So I, I'm I'm aware, but yeah, that's all there in the in the federal budget. I'm kind of a dork, and occasionally I go to the Treasury's like website just to look at all of this. It's mm-hmm. just so depressing that I quit doing it. Good thing you so. got crypto. Yeah. Good thing you got a skill that you can just increase with inflation all the way. Hey, they made me do it. Uh, Dre for two bucks. Chris's ginger is the tornado chasing kids insta. Yeah. And yes. we both follow him. So, yeah. you know, if you're following Clary, you know, you'll find him on there. Wow. Um, Lance again. Thanks, Lance. Lance, you're making me feel guilty here. You're not making me feel guilty. Um, Lance for 50 bucks. You think that the H-1B and H-2B fraud will increase with the lack of skilled labor and honest workers? Has America basically become a whorehouse? Will it be bigger? Will it be a bigger whorehouse going forward? I'll hail the Vlad. Well, thank you. I, I, how would whoring works? What's an some, H-2B? I'm sorry. I know what an I know H-2B I never heard of the H-2B. I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, They pay to come in. America gives them. I, those H1B, you need a sponsor. I don't think that's as susceptible yeah. to, to um, whoring or, or bribery. Um, you, those are usually skilled people coming in. Now, illegally coming in, that's that's a different matter. And that usually is the agricultural and service and construction sector, which in defense of our Mexican brothers and sisters here, illegally here, they do show up on time. And they're not drunk usually. Unlike their American counterparts. So just, just pointing that out. I'm, I'm American. No, you're a lazy piece of shit. You know, I'm Jose over here. Maybe he swam the Rio Grande, but he shows the fuck up on time and does the job, you know? So, they were. Um, yeah, but the H1B, you, that's like high level doctors, surgeons, programmers. So I don't think there's that much whoring or prostitution uh, going on. So, hmm. Okay. Uh, the next see. one I have is uh, from Juan Doe. Hi, Juan Doe. Hang on. <laughs> I'm scrolling. It's just taking a Two while. Two euros. Yeah. Actually, you're probably a better person to answer this. Vlad, NBA still worth it? No. 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 Not unless you're no. going to one of the top, like, ten programs. I, I don't Even then, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't. No. Why would you go to a top ten NBA program? Why? The network and the name. Not to get a job where? 
uh, to get a job where? Usually Wall Street or like corporate America. or Big corporate, Fortune yeah. 500, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to work for a Fortune 500 company? We're going to shove the dildo of diversity and inclusion up here. No, not no. me. But it, uh, to be fair, like honestly, entrepreneurship is not necessarily for everybody. Like, not everybody has the stomach. Or I, you know, I I also argue with an accountant that you side with way too many times against me. With by the way, it hurts my feelings that you side with this young lady more than me. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to be an entrepreneur either. And I got to convey to everyone listening, especially younger guys. Now, like you and me were older, but okay, younger guys, you may not have a choice. Like how many girls really want to go and show their hoo-ha on the internet? I mean, probably not as many as we think. Yeah. I mean, they do it because they get a lot of money, but they didn't want to do it. You don't get to choose. And right now they're making corporate employment, W-2 employment impossible. I cannot recommend strongly enough. Everyone start tuning in to uh, Joshua Fluke's channel to see what it's like. You had a term, you use this term and it stuck with me. This is when I was mm -hmm. first like uh, discovering your material. This is going back like a decade. It was called forced entrepreneurship. That's what happened to me. Right. I couldn't handle being in these environments with stupid bosses. And I got, you know, and people, I see them destroying themselves at jobs, working way too many hours and, you know, suffering mental health problems. Dude. Fucking set up an LLC and well, it's not shut the fuck up and try anyway and see where it gets you. And uh, a lot of you are not going to have that. I mean, what you think Josh Fluke, he's a mechanical engineer, Matt Tran engineer. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else. Like all these people did and they got pulled into, I got pulled into teaching dance class. Right. I didn't set out to do that, but you got to go where the money is. Um, so guys, don't give me, well, I'm not the entrepreneurial type, tough shit. Well, I kind of got a weight problem, tough shit. I don't, I don't know where, where this world is that the world bent to you. Where has the world ever bent to any of your wills once? Where did you get to go to the world and spake onto it and say, I want to do X. And the world's like, oh, okay. Tina from Edina wants to do X. Let's just all change the world. No, if be entrepreneurship, please. Just try it. It's I for me. I can't imagine any other way, and I won't right. do it any other way. Um, All right, you got another one here. Movie Maker Max for five dollars. Vlad, respond to my email. My tax return will not do themselves. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. I did get an email from one of your fans earlier today. All right, good. Um, nonstop Dre three sixty for two bucks. Vlad, there's boxes with your name on it. The good thing is when you do it all virtual, like I'm doing it, Mm -hmm. they can't do a box of receipts. So that's taken out of the, yeah. Um, Laughing Lark for 20. Manhattan, 1978. Her, you knew my history when you married me. Him, I know. My analyst warned me, but you were so beautiful that I found another analyst. Is this from a movie? It sounds like it. Um, is the movie Manhattan 1978 made in 1978? Uh, maybe she'll clarify down in the comments. Maybe, so maybe. See. All right. Um, or is, he, is she talking about that Paracova gal? Uh, I, I I don't think it's that. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't know because that would be about the gal's age. Yeah. Uh, Mexi Mike for two bucks. Quit oppressing her, Chad. What the fuck is sandwich next? Well, I think she might be starting dinner. 
Oh, God, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> Will this, this, this plague of nice women ever end? <laughs> what I've always wondered from kind of a game theory, uh, competitive aspect, like, you know, there's always a pendulum. Wouldn't some critical group of women figure out, hey, it's so easy to be nice now. I'm going to do the opposite. Like, hey, I'm not going to be a weapons grade bitch. I'm going to put on a dress. I'm going to grow my hair out long and I'm going to treat guys nice. Wouldn't some savvier ones figure that out and then just kind of dominate the male market? They'd have their pick of the litter. It's like stay in shape and be nice. Is that really such a hard and terrible it is. thing? To do? It probably is. Mm. Dung is fun for five bucks. I have a new business idea. You pay me $9.99 per month so you don't need <laughs> any pictures for me. Oh, well, could be could be something. <laughs> they call that, that uh, is it not bribery threatening or whatever? Uh, Mexi Mike for two bucks. Let me guess. You want her to have your babies, not others. Um, oh, meaning not another man's child. Oh, yeah. There's, you I don't, don't want her to be I, a single mom. I've never dated a single mom before. Um, Don't worry, they probably wouldn't date you either. Oh, five eight, and he's a nerdy square accountant. Ooh. I don't want somebody with reliable employment. Um, Wisda Visions Productions for five bucks. Maybe if you gave me that blue wrench, I could do the job Atham is supposed to be doing. Is it because BLK isn't it? I don't know who BLK is. BLK? I don't know. Who needs banning here right now? I'm, I'm just barely keeping up with the Super Chats as we're going. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dre for two bucks. The life coach life chose Cappy, but banking didn't. That's a real good way of putting it. That is a very good way of putting it. Yeah, I didn't set out to do this, um, which is way you could tell the legit from the, the, the frauds. Yeah. Uh, so I storm for two bucks. Best career trade certificate, six months or less time. Truck driver. Truck driver. Hmm. Truck it driver. only takes six months? I think it takes three weeks if you can pass the CDL. All right. Hmm. Uh, laughing Lark for two bucks. Woody Allen. Yeah, Woody so Allen, uh, yeah. I think she was talking about a Woody Allen uh, movie. It's a little before our time there, Laughing Lark. Just a touch <laughs> before our time. Uh, Mexi Mike for two bucks. Your calling call. Your calling calls you, not the other way around. Hashtag life coach. That's how it works. That's how it works. All right, we are caught up with the super chats. Are we finally? Yeah, I think we are. Can we take uh, a I break mean, so I can take a go? Break? Take a break. Yeah. Deal with your woman. <laughs> I'll sit here. I guess I'll get more coffee, and then we'll get to the the articles. A couple more super chats. Uh, just hold off on the super chats a little bit, and then um, we'll bang out the two articles, and then we'll we'll get out of here with the merciful prayer. All right, I'll do that.
and I'm back. I'll go through and see if there's anyone abusing the chat room. Usually if someone's like spamming it, I'll, I'll ban them. You're back. Just something funny. Uh-huh. Um, so she, she's watching us, and she's also watching a cooking video. So it's- did you explain her the concept? Of, I know women don't like math, but did you explain the concept of bandwidth? Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's surprised funny. you're even coming in. I'm surprised it's- you're even coming in. Usually it's a pretty good um, uh, signal here. So Are you plugged in directly or is it wireless? I'm wireless, but like I at least compared to my apartment in Chicago, it is so much faster. So, yeah. you know, not here? being in a big city and everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, Vegas, it's actually pretty good here too. So I can't complain. But all right. Um, <clears throat> real quick, uh, because at least the title was about, how would you like the picture of the Minneapolis people? You like that? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you this real quick story and we'll go over the two short articles here. Um, so the, I have a buddy in the twin city still, and he knew I was back for Christmas. He's like, Hey, a group of people from this group I generally belong to are meeting up kind of like a reunion, like a 20, 25 year reunion later. I say, I can't make it. I got things going on, blah, blah, blah. And, And I won't lie. Also, I didn't want to make it because I recall correctly. These were asshole leftist Minneapolis people who just were so intelligent and saying, Oh, we go to cafe. What is it called? The Loring cafe. And they just, all the assholes from the suburbs who got their degree at St. Thomas, St. Kate's, the U of M and just this, Oh, we're going to help out. You know, the asshole Brazilian chick who's going to help out the poor people. (laughs) So, You kind of saw them, and patchouli was coming to be a thing, and they would go to the organic this and that, and they were all lefties, and the religion was leftism, da 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 da. So he sent me a couple pictures of this group of people, and I looked at them, and they look like those people in that meme that I put up for the thumbnail of this uh, of this podcast. <laughs> and it was kind of yeah, you had to remove yourself from it, but you looked at it, it's like, and, and I'm not a big person; you judge people by their looks. But sometimes you can, and you look at them like, you're weak, you're pathetic, you're losers. And I almost want to say they're kind of like mentally ill. And and hear me out on this. Throughout evolution in the millions of years, your eyes pick up on things that just aren't right. You know, like a really evil guy. For example, you and I know a girl, we have a female friend in common. Um, and now he's dating a guy or she's dating a guy. I look at him like, oh yeah, I wouldn't trust that guy at all. Uh, but he's T rash and girls like T rash. <clears throat> and so, um, but just, and I know like, I'm like, that is not a guy you trust. That is not a guy you trust. And you look at these people and you're like, there is something wrong. And, and in part, I would say, because not just what they're thinking, but the lifestyle they've lived, everything from what they've thought to the mental uh, um, condition that put them in, to their diet, to their lack of exercise, which is very apparent in these people, to the <laughs> lack of testosterone, to their lack of l- interaction with the opposite sex. And I'm looking at I'm like, yeah, you're the Minneapolis people. 
I'm kind of sure. I'm, I'm sure like Portland, you know, Portland people, not just because there's no sun, but, and so everyone's yes. really kind of really extra pasty white, but you look at them, you're like, you hate something like there is something <laughs> off about you. And so, um, I saw that and I'm like, oh, and one really important lesson I kind of dragged, and this is for all the younger people. I, I was like, why am I not intimidated, but like, I'd almost be like, I'd have to up my game debating with these people. And then I've seen it. I realized like, I remember these people, they're young idiots and morons. And that's the other huge <clears throat> biological disadvantage you got, especially when it comes to pastors or not pastors, professors and teachers. When you are a little kid, you automatically assume people who are older than you are smarter and wiser. And now when you look at these people, like if I see an old hippie, I have this immediate like, oh, that's someone older. I got to be on my game. Ooh, they're a lawyer. They went to law school. No, no, that's just their age. And that is what's throwing you for a loop. Because in the end, this is what I want to point out. I could show you guys these pictures and they look like the cartoon that was drawn for the thing. Um, I knew them when they were dipshit 21-year-olds and 22-year-olds. They're fucking morons. This is what happens when little children stay children but grow up and become adults. They become the Minneapolis people. And so when you see that kind of like, oh, yeah, I use patchouli instead of deodorant kind of look. Well, I got my Rachel Maddow glasses. And they got that, that dead look in their eye. Do not be intimidated by their age. They don't know shit. They only know other people's money. They're not smart, and you can run roughshod over them. And the only real problem you're going to face, guess what it will be when you try and argue with these people? What? They're not going to listen. Oh, of course they not. have. They have no desire to be intellectually honest. And they're immediately, to show you how dumb I am, they will immediately go for the name calling, calling you an Easternism or something like that. All right. So it's debatable whether you'd even be able to, you're not, well, it's not debatable. You won't get through to these people, but I mean, and ask yourself, do you want to look like these people? Do you want to look like a 48 year old leftist? Do you, do you want to smell like patchouli? Do you want to have like gray pubes down there? And it stinks. Cause you know, you don't know about basic hygiene. I mean, what do you, what do you, you know, I just have a quick question. What is that? If you know this, there's this term for like you, you look the way your personality is. Like if you're a miserable person, you will turn yeah. What's the name of that term? I don't know. Uh, let's let's try. You look the way you feel. Yeah, there's some specific term that people use. I'll yeah. bet in the chat though, it'll come up here. Um, um uh, no. How you uh, you physically look. This oh, is all physi- self-help kind of something. Physiognomy. Yeah, physiognomy. I'm probably saying it Physiognomy. Physio- physiognomy. Yeah, you pronounce physiognomy. it right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> A person's facial features are expressions, especially when regarded as indicative of character or ethnic origin. Well, I yeah, mean, so- ethnic origin, yeah, die. You, you know, you're going to. Well, no, but it's like you said, do you want to look like a miserable leftist? I'm convinced that them being miserable leftists like sort of reinforces their looks. Yeah. Right. Right. And you can, I mean, you can, a perfect example would be, um, can we get some muscle in here? Woman that, uh, redheaded professor 
where she's got the glass. She's pointing at the guy trying yeah. to get him kicked out. Like that, like there's a tell. There's a tell. You got some guy with crazy eyes. You know this. And that's like all your genetic evolution keeping you alive. Except this time when you see them, I mean, we're really talking more like zombies who think they're intelligent. Yeah. And, and it's just like, so anyway, though, it's the Minneapolis people. And um, two things happen in the Twin Cities. And I don't have to read through this, these articles or analyze them because we already know the answer. It's very simple. It's lazy, stupid people wanting free shit. Mm. All right. And then it's these Minneapolis people, predominantly the middle aged to older white people who are in the leadership positions of the Twin Cities, mm. because demographically, Minneapolis is still predominantly white. And if you're in a power position, you were born in the 60s or 70s uh, today. All right. But here here we go. Um, so we don't it's just a criticism like these are the people in power. These are the people who are untethered from reality. This is what happens. These are the policies you get when you're a child that never had to work. Everybody look up Mayor Fry. Everyone took up uh, Jacob Fry. Look up Jacob Fry. Yeah, Lori Lightfoot. Does Jacob Lori Fry. Lightfoot look like someone who's got all of her marbles? Beetlejuice. Um, <clears throat> see here, they're following St. Paul or um, uh, Chicago's lead. Minneapolis, St. Paul to require vaccine proof to get into bars, restaurants. Um... Minneapolis and St. Paul require customers to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test to enter restaurants, bars, or other entertainment venues, marking some for the most aggressive steps Twin Cities have ever taken to curb the spread of the virus. Action comes as official, trying to temper a spike in infections and hospitalizations fueled by the fast-spreading Omicron variant, which is doing more to make people immune than any of the vaccines ever could. <laughs> uh, which is causing scavenging shortages across industries. This is a critical next step to avoid closures. Mayor, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry said at a virtual news conference, we hope to stay. All right, I don't have to go on anymore. All right. Yeah. Chad, what's wrong with this? What what what's wrong with this from the perspective of a good Democrat voting Minneapolitan? <laughs> I might like I might need a little more specific question because I'm not like <laughs> What kind of condition is Minneapolis to a lesser extent St. Paul in right now? Oh, it is an absolute shithole, isn't it? Because of all the the riots and burning buildings and shit. Let's let's start from non-political, some basic things about the Twin Cities, all right? Yeah. It's cold as fuck. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. It's, yeah. Well, yeah. no, I'm going to get to it. Yeah. All right. So this is what you're starting with. You're starting with a place that really only has nice weather about two and a half, three months out of the year. Okay. Yeah. It's cold as fuck. Right. It, I think just last week it was minus 38 or no minus 19. I'm sorry. Minus 19. It was cold. <clears throat> okay. Yes. You have high taxes. The people then here's where the original Scandinavian uh, immigrants who settled it. Um, the Minnesota nice. When you translate that into English for the rest of the country, it means backstabbing, hypocritical, self-serving fucks. <laughs> right. Uh, they are an arrogant people, um, and they're sheep and the robots. You're not going to find any really interesting, intelligent people in there, right? Um, what else? Oh, the traffic is horrible. They don't build roads. They have a huge welfare state, uh, and now uh, the the homeless are you know having encampments and all that other stuff. That's what we're starting with. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're starting with. <clears throat> then you have the riots. Then you have 
uh, younger people not going to downtown anymore. Then you have the COVID, which means people don't commute anymore to downtown. Right. Okay. Do you think this corpse needs another bullet put in it just yet? Like, it's already on the ropes. Like, no one goes downtown. There's not, like, events. I mean, I remember I've always talked about the 90s, like, when Prince was alive. Mm-hmm. Like, the 90s Twin Cities was awesome. It was great. Okay. Now, I mean, so they try, at least then the people try to make something cool out of it, even though it was cold. Now, there is no re- The only reason people go downtown, guess what? To go to sports ball games. Sports ball! Yeah. How, Same how in Chicago. Minnesota- yeah. Is, yeah. How uh you know sports ball better than me? Did any of the Minnesota teams do anything in 2021? No. No, your Vikings suck. Your baseball team finished last. I don't even know the other ones. Do they about have a basketball? They have a college? Yeah, the Timberwolves. You 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 heard about the Timberwolves, right? Timberwolves. I I don't like the NBA. So <laughs> Okay. Does Minnesota even field any college teams to your knowledge? <laughs> I always so whenever they're losing, the Minnesota Gophers, I always take screenshots and send them to, to you. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that your alma mater. Oh, yeah, just so sad. Just so, Oh, and there's another thing. Their education. Are there any reputable schools in, in Minnesota, period? Um, I mean, nothing comes to mind. They have those small little, like, St. Olaf and all that shit. Like Saint oh, Thomas. yeah, St. Olaf. That's Are they highly any good? Rude. I don't know. No, they're not. No, they're, they're, they're where – it's where – Eunuchs of fathers send their children because mom, whatever reason. They, I know a kid that went to study music. So, I, I mean, it, they're, they're, no, you don't go there. They're, they're not real schools. All right. So, you got no schools, right? Now, what we're going to do in the most beleaguered cities in the state of Minnesota, maybe the nation, we're going to make it so that anybody that would dare risk coming downtown now has to have met. What wonder what it's going to do to the sports ball? <laughs> What the, what that's gonna do to the hockey? You think something's gonna happen? You think there's gonna be a lot of people attending? Oh, Minnesota Wild. I was trying to think of the, the Minnesota Wild. They're in St. Paul. St. Yep. Paul. Yeah. Um, yep. I think that they're already gonna make an absolutely putrid situation even worse. And Chicago's doing the same crap. Who did it to themselves, Chad? Well, they did. You they know, did. our good dentist friend had season tickets to the Chicago Blackhawks, the hockey team. Like, and he was such a fan. Now, because of the mandates and all the crap that they're insisting on doing, thing he's done. He's just totally done with it, and he yeah, was passionate well, about it. That's that's what you get for being dumb enough to have a passion about a sports ball team. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm glad he suffered. I'm glad he learned the hard way. Mm. What? He's still cheering on the Blackhawks. Uh, I think he watches the games. Yeah, watches the games. Okay. Well, if on he TV, wants to waste, well, okay, you can still waste your life that way. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I prefer to have sex with pretty girls and eat good food and go hike and ride a motorcycle. But if he wants to watch other men hit a hit a cylinder on some sheet of ice, that who am I to stop? You know, well, it's, to quickly defend him, he doesn't pay for any of that, like you know, cable TV stuff, and he's learning how to fly right now. So I got good. Him. Good. Maybe he could pick up heroin or some other equally <laughs> worthless hobbies. That's. <clears throat> um so there's that uh now here um how many trillions have we spent on the great society in poverty in the united states since 1965 oh good god i know this um, is a hard one this is too hard what's our debt level right now is it 20 30 trillion 30 mm-hmm. 
God, so how much have we spent in total? I mean, I don't know, but it's it's more than ten trillion dollars. Yes, <laughs> a lot more than ten trillion. All right, yeah. ten trillion. And I know the Democrats and the leftists don't know the difference between a million, a billion, and a trillion because you're fucking morons. And you went to school at Saint Olaf or Carleton or the University of Minnesota Carleton School of Management. <laughs> um, do you think maybe we could make the claim that throwing money at poverty doesn't solve it? I mean, it's, to me, it's an easy case, but I don't think it's an, and you can't make the case in a way anybody will understand it. No, no you can't. No. And I, I'm not, again, we're talking the Minneapolis people, those people with the hat look, they're not capable of this. Could I point to the largest uh, case study of welfare? And that would be the American Indian reservations. Mm. How are they doing? Uh, they're stuck in poverty. There's substance abuse, uh, mental health problems. Oh, it's just horrible. a basket case of really bad things. Do I bring this up because I hate the American Indian no, community? No, no. Why do I bring it up? Them. Nobody, because you're trying to demonstrate that this doesn't work. I want to have, it's not even, I want to help them. It's like, all right, let's just get the pain to stop. Okay. Yeah. Let's just stop hurting people. All right. Uh, the American Indian community is in even worse shape yes. than the black community. If you look at most measures, some, yes. some not right. Very much so. <clears throat> so anyone who gives a damn about his fellow human being would say, stop with the free money. Stop enabling people. You, you gotta let them suffer. You gotta let them hit ground zero and come back up. People are addicted to heroin. People are addicted to booze. People get addicted, get addicted to free money. Right. So given we've we've spent tens of trillions of dollars, we have a community which is basically a, a, a pure welfare community, although some of the American Indian reservations actually are quite wealthy. They, they do have some business. Here we go. You ready? This this is it. This is we got the problem solved now. <clears throat> Minneapolis will launch basic income experiment to fight entrenched disparities. One city, one city is gonna solve poverty. Um, Minneapolis will soon support 200 families with its new guaranteed basic income pilot, an oh. experiment in alleviating poverty by paying low-income households. Oh. All right, you're poor, Chad, right? You're in the probably the shittiest town in all the United States. It's cold, traffic, really no jobs, sanctimonious asshole people who, who populate the rest of the state. Uh, there was riots. Cops yes. are being like, you lost a 30 yes. cop force. It's very dangerous. How much money? You're one of the poorest people in Minneapolis. How much money do you think you need per month to make a difference? Good God. Um, I'm not even sure you can really put a, a quantifiable amount on that, in all honesty. I mean, that's, right, and it's household. This isn't one person. This goes to a household. Yeah, right? so families, kids. I mean, Family of five. Uh, I'm sorry, it's family of four. The father isn't around. <laughs> it's well, funny because it's anything true. like where I live, the father is definitely not around. Yeah, def no, I know, um, I know. I'm just throwing this out there at 5,000. Um, no, 500. <laughs> 500 a month, perhaps for two years, no strings attached. That's what they're, they're offering up is 500. It's a the month? city. The city this isn't the federal government that would get print off money. Minneapolis has a much smaller budget, obviously. But they have to do something. The Minneapolis white people need to do something, Chad. They have their degree in poverty abatement, and, and the poverty isn't abating, and we need more money. Now, if you can do the math, 
All you're doing is pouring gasoline on an already like raging bonfire. It don't do anything at all because the five hundred bucks ain't going to help these people. Mm -mm. It just isn't going to help these people. No, that's less. No, uh uh, that's not going to do anything. Uh, If I did the math right, or somewhere in the article, it said it was two point four million dollars. Two point four. Right now, I know, I know, we spent whatever twenty five trillion. But yeah. see, if we just spent this extra two point four million, that's going to take care of the poverty. That's mm. going to take care of the poverty. Not telling the kids, "Hey, your mom's a whore, and she had too many kids than she could afford, and you need to not make that same mistake, and you can't major in bullshit studies like your older sister did. You need to become an accountant, an engineer, uh, join the military, get the GI Bill. We got way more poor people, particularly young black men out of poverty. And my little website here, through my books and all that, than this damn program will ever do. God, you couldn't uh, have but timed it any better for yourself. It, it is. Oh, I got out. I'm so happy yeah. I got out. I'm so happy. All right. Uh, city has set aside $3 million of American Rescue Plan Act funds for the program. Oh, so it is the feds probably paying for it. You and I paid for this. Households must earn less than 50% of area median income to be eligible. The program echoes a similar experience that St. Paul launched in 2020 and dozens of other cities nationwide whose leaders have made testing grounds to inform federal welfare policies. Minneapolis wanted to try guaranteed basic income because federal COVID money offered an opportunity for something radically different to address these inextractable racial disparities. All right, so it has nothing to do. I thought it was poor people. Apparently, it's just black poor people. Um, said Eric uh, Hansen, the C's Director of Economic Policy and Development. Um, <clears throat> is this radically different, giving poor people money? It's exactly the same as they've been trying to do for we, decades. We already, you have EBT, you have TAMF, you have Medicaid, no, Medicare. Yep. You have increased child tax credits now. You have federal, and I'm sorry, that's just the federal. Then there's state and yep. local laws, which of course vary state and local. We have spent, I'm, I'm going to say it's around $30 trillion, uh, if we adjust for population and inflation since 1965. Stop enabling the heroin addicts, giving them more heroin. Have a come to Jesus meeting with all these poor people. If you, Here, let me ask you this. It just came to me. Let's say I had to spend 500 per month on each household. Okay. All right. What do you think I'd do with that money? God, 500 per month. I mean, I can't even come up with anything. That's just, I, I a- wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not talking about like what would I spend the money on? Like, let's say I'm the mayor of Minneapolis. I got this federal yeah. money. I want to eliminate poverty. I want to help the poor people as much as possible. What would I do? I mean, if it's going to be, it could cover some of their rent, food. I mean, do you mean what you, Aaron Clary, what would me, do? Aaron Clary would do? Oh, okay. Um, you would use that to find a way to limit, you know, illegitimate children. Is that and how do you do that? Yep. Uh, educate contraceptives. Oh, sterilize. No, because no. I, I would like people to have the option to have children down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to, because like, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, where they get the tubular litigation, tubular something. When women get their tubes tied, oh yeah, you yeah. can't undo that. You That's can't right. undo so that. Vasectomies, yeah. vasectomies, vasectomies. Yeah, I'm like vasectomies. Or you want this money? All the men in your family get vasectomies now. 
we have our moderator in the chat now. Speaking of vasectomies. Oh, good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> good. Thank you. If there's somebody stepping online, please take care of them. <clears throat> Would I be taking away their ability to have children? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Would I be trying to wipe out the black community through? No, uh, but what it do they be call? Well, portrayed what they, as that. Yeah. What do they call that? Um, not genocide. Um, eugenics. You, they, yes. they call me. They, they, yeah. No, you could still have sperm directly. I would pay. I say your girls are on birth control. You want this money? You're on birth control, so you could still have kids later on if you wanted to. Right? Mm. Who would be more successful in getting people out of poverty? Me or the past ten mayors of Minneapolis? Well, I mean, isn't like having kids you can't afford the quickest way? That's to the number poor? one. Yeah, because uh, for the simple reason we measure everything on a per capita basis. And if you in you're just a single person, you're fine. You have a kid, you've halved your income, you've halved yeah. your wealth. And that would that would be it. so if they actually cared, if the Minneapolis people, the weirdos who go down to a Walker Art Center and they get their chai tea and they smell like patchouli and they go to the Mississippi market, these are all inside places where a bunch of you know genetic rejects go. All right. If they actually wanted to help. The poor people will be like, hey, you can't be having kids, all right? So here's some money. You're going to go down here. You're going to take your, you know, we'll have the nurse at the school give you the the um, thing, the uh, birth control. Mm -hmm. And here's your vasectomies, and you're done, and you could have, uh, boom, all right? And then when you're done, the government would even pay. You're ready to have kids now? Are you 30? You got a job? We'll pay for it. Otherwise, you can pay for it to be undone yourself if you want. But we'll right. pay for it when we've decided. We'll gladly pay for it when you got a job and everything else. And guarantee you, one generation, for one one-thousandth of what we've dropped on poor people so far, I would get everyone out of – well, not everyone. There's always going to be poor people. I would close poverty by at least 95%. Such a shame that a license isn't required to have a child. I've always I thought – I don't know if you should be a license to have a child, but if you want to collect government money, you got to have a vasectomy or something. You can't be having no kids. Yeah. And we we could have solved – dude, and that's – I know it's not going to happen because there's too many emotions and stupid people and Minneapolis people in the way with their uh, snorting patchouli up their nose and whatever their Minneapolis men shove up their ass. Um, <clears throat> but I could see that happening in my lifetime. Like as an economist, I could, yeah, we could eliminate poverty ethically and we could do it before I die. No one's going to want a bit of it. Not a single one. No one's going to heed it. And so that's the only where, you know, I'm kind of thinking about having a vasectomy fund. Like, okay, we're going to get you out of poverty. We're going to get you out of poverty. We're going to make sure you're out of poverty. Ask Juan. Juan be like, yeah, damn, would have kept me out of poverty. <laughs> but and so, you know, Minneapolis, it's just the Minneapolis people. This 2.4 million, that'll make a difference. And um, I even tried interacting with some of the people on the Twitter about that article. They're dumb. They're yeah. just, they're, they're brainwashed. Like, well, we're just hoping things go well. It's like, okay, the Minneapolis people, the pussy white Minneapolis people who are like 45 years old plus who got the jobs because they're dating sons or daughters or they're related or you suck the right dick or, you, well, all right, you have the right patchouli, whatever. Mm -mm. It, and here's what pisses me off the most. It's a bunch of pretentious, rich motherfucking trust fund babies who are playing, uh, I don't know if it's chess, but God. It's like their little hobby. They're going to, like your Brazilian friend. Ooh, I'm going to help oh. the poor people. And they're just yeah. making their lives worse. 
They're just, you know why? Do you think these people give a shit about the poor people, let alone black or Hispanic or immigrants? No. Or, no what do they care about? Well, if it's the politicians, they care about votes. And if it's the nonprofit or whatever people, they care about feels. They're fucking ego, right? That's it. They're fucking egos. They only care about, yeah. like, oh, I need help. And I, by the way, I hate all you people. You're the real <laughs> racists. You're the real classists. None of you give a shit about poor people. You just want to feel good because you're a bunch of fucking Minneapolis patchouli snorting, masturbating motherfuckers. That's it. You're worthless pieces of shit. And I, and the good news is, the good news, guess where they live? A uh, place where you don't live anymore. Minneapolis. Yeah. And you know what they look like? What do they look like? They look like the Minneapolis people with the physiognomy. Uh, you look at them like, oh, you're one fucked up person. You wasted your life. You are <laughs> common. I just have this feeling, you know, 10 years from now, that's going to be a regular thing where they're just funding, you know, people's incomes because they can't work. So you're just going to make the problem worse. Yeah. You know, UBI. Well, yeah. UBI. Well, and, and it's not going to, you're going to have more rights because people are going to sit on their ass and the people who work are going to have more. And then they're going to riot because we educate. Here's another thing. When you educate kids like, oh, yeah, you're either oppressing or oppress, uh, oppressed yeah. by someone. And it's those people's fault. And here's the day. It's like, hey, how about you teach them how to fix a car? How about you teach them engineering? So instead of being resentful and pissed off and hopeless, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to become an engineer and make some fucking money. Quick question. Just an idea mm -hmm. popped in my head. Say I make, you know, $10 million. I'm basically retired. I don't have to work, whatever. Sure. Would, along these lines, if I really wanted to help, you know, the poor or whatever, whatever city I'm living in, mm. would I be better off donating money to help them? Or what if I just brought them in and showed them how to do basic finance, budgeting, taxation, you know, things like that? Would that actually make <sighs> that? That would be back? much better. But here's the thing. You'd have to get them before they're 15. Oh, that yeah. it'd be hard. But yeah. by the time they're teenagers, they're done. They're robots. They're programmed. And it only takes a really hard person to intellectually sit like, you know, Thomas Solwell did that. He used to be a Marxist yeah. and he figured it out. And he says, well, wait, I actually care about getting people out of poverty. Yeah. <clears throat> and so he, he had, but most people are sheep. Most people. And so by the time 15 years, no, it's done. The best yeah. thing to happen to poor people is to let them suffer the full costs and consequences of their mistakes they will not have the resource to have more children. And then the, the, the pain will teach them how to behave correctly, how to mm -hmm. make right choices. You know, you say, how do I get a drug addict? How do I get a heroin addict to stop doing heroin? You put them in a room, you lock them up. You don't give them heroin for at least like a month. But you don't help the heroin addict. There, mm -hmm. There's no reasoning with them. Right. You know, what am, what am I called when I tell girls not to major in stupid shit? What am I called? sexist uh whatever they call you asshole <laughs> well misogynist all right misogynist yeah misogynist i'm trying to do what now when i tell a girl you're, not to major in stupid shit you're actually trying to improve their chances of not going into significant debt and not being able to make a living but who they call an ally <laughs> the people that are enabling this terrible behavior and the professors who take $500 a credit from them. Right, right. So you got you can see, like, there's no reasoning with these people. Mm -hmm. I, honestly, if you had $10 million, I'd move to a former Soviet country, a place where people appreciate, you know, there's there's culture. I don't mean like symphony or something. I mean, there's like a, you know, Thai culture or Vietnamese culture or whatever. And I just enjoy a peaceful life. 
right? Because mm-hmm. uh, no one's stopping this shit. No one. Uh, and and by the time they're 15, they're fucked. There's no, there's no saving people. You know, they'll tune in here and they'll do that. All right, Atham. Oh, uh, I storm <clears throat> for two bucks. Please ban spec cops uh, zero, 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 zero. Yeah, I'm not telling Atham to ban them, but take a look at what spec ops has been saving, uh, saying, and I'll leave the judgment up to him. Atham, I mean. Okay. Uh, is the next one you have? Is it Lance? I'm scrolling. I got a lot of a lot of comments here. Yeah, we. I think the next one's Lance. Lance. What's his name? Lance. 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 Yeah. Oh, I mean Nance. Another, Nance. He dropped another C note on these things. It's, oh dang! Thanks, Perry. Thanks, dude. I you're like, you're too generous today. Um, Vlad and Aaron, take my money. H2B is low-skilled immigration, plenty of fraud in H1B with shell companies. Mm. I think that mass movement of the DEI, diversity and equity inclusion and all that, um, immigration is due to Americans just being the laziest people in human Part history. of it, yes. Yeah. I mean, look, generally speaking, no group of people is smarter or dumber than the other. I remember like when we were growing up, we thought Asian kids were like really super smart. And, and they are. But why were Asian kids really good at math, Chad? Well, they actually studied very hard. They studied very hard, right. Yeah. And it's, it's not like they're this super race of math gods. They just studied it really hard. And Americans are lazy. They're fat pieces of shit. Uh, I mean, my God, they go and major in the dumbest. I mean, think of some of these degrees. Puppetry? Sociology? Yeah. Journalism? What the fuck? But then they want their iPhones and they want to whatever. They want cars that talk to them and pilot themselves in solar power. Yeah, you got to go to the countries where the engineers are being made. And I'm not necessarily against that. I mean, if uh, if a en- real smart guy in whatever, say, uh, uh, Cambodia, uh, <laughs> and he can only make however many Cambodian currencies is, and he can come to the United States and make 100000 and he can make some good stuff. Yeah, come on over. Um. But I didn't know. I don't know anything about the H1B stuff with the shell companies. Uh, but I do know. Yes, we need HB ones because, dude, it used to be like we need high level engineers. We need surgeons and doctors. Now we need truck drivers. Yes. We need plumbers. Why? Because we made we we raised a generation of basically Minneapolis people to be a bunch of fucking nonprofit do-gooders yeah. who don't do anything and are worthless, talentless people. And they're so worthless and talentless, they won't even work fast food because it's beneath them. I mean, again, why we have Mexican laborers coming in. What, do you think an American's going to go pick fruit in California? No. Yeah. Chad, you're completely worthless, unemployable, parasitic ex-girlfriend. She has no skills. None. Was she going to pick fruit? Was she going to pump gas? Was she going to change oil? No. But she lectured you about feminism, I bet, right? Indeed she did. And um, if the, you'll allow me a very quick sort of uh, sort of an indication that there were serious problems. Wait, does the story include you being in pain? Yeah, so you'll Outstanding. Enjoy it. I absolutely do want to hear about it. Yes. So let's say that she say we lived because, you know, I lived with her. That's how you ended up becoming Eric Corey because I moved in with her for a while. Um, I'm, let's consider a math equation here. Hmm. I bring in most of the money, the vast majority of the money. 
I'm paying the vast majority of the rent, utilities, and everything else. She used to get so pissed off when I would be like, well, can you at least like clean things up around here and maybe do some cooking? Because it's like taxis. I'm very busy. Mm -hmm. She would be like, you know, how dare you? I have to clean up people's crap all day, you know, working at, you know, her Starbucks barista job. So it was like, who was the bad guy in that situation? Well, yeah, but okay. And here's, this is why I don't even, don't even waste <clears throat> When do you think she went past the event horizon? Like there was no saving her at what age? Mom and dad spoiled around. Uh, oh, hey, mom and dad, fuck you. You shitty parents. You raised a, you raised a Kuanta ha ha. 15 or a, 14. I mean, 14 or 15, right. So if yeah. you don't get in there early, there's no saving them. Because she was daddy's little princess. You know, there's there's no saving. And whether that's daddy who's a rich Kuantahaha, or it's the government spoiling you rotten and saying, oh, it's the white man, or it's it's that group of people, or the it rich people. I know, I know. In her case, it was daddy. I'm just saying, yeah. when you have a liar as a parent or authority figure, by the time you're 15, it's over. You're not you're not doing that. And I bet you she's going to take that attitude till she's dead. Like she's smart and she's going to accomplish shit and she's going to save the world and she knows. But she's still a feminist, or she kind of wake up and realize that of she's she, a feminist. Of course, but of course. I do think she's had to choke down a few red pills after having to move in with her in laws since her husband lost his job. So, did the husband go to law school too? He's a lawyer. Oh, oh. did I tell you that before? Or did you guess? You that? told me that before. Okay, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> for our young lady friend DW, who's like thinking about going to law school. Yeah. I just uh, got texted to see if I would like a refill, and as a matter of fact, I my gosh! Oh God, these women. Oh, are you going to go get the refill? She is going to bring it to me. I think. Wow. Chad, why do you abuse women so much? Why do you hate women? <laughs> Can I read this next test? Please. I'm making an amazing dinner, so I kind of don't want you to come out yet. So we can just keep on going. Well, we're going to finish it up here because I think we're finally catching up with the super chat. So we got to read the thing. And I got up. You're probably ready to go too. Yeah. Well, I'm not really. Not at $50 a pop. Lance Perry and anybody anybody else want to donate $50 a pop. I'll stick around until I pass out. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I'm not. I've given permission to just stay here. So, yeah. All right, go ahead. Take on uh, Lance's uh, thing. Cappy for fifty bucks. Cappy and Vlad. Not to be conspiratorial, do you suppose two thousand eight was an excuse to change America with the diversity, equality, inclusion, wokeness, and an overdependency on tech? So he's talking about the election of Barack Obama, and of course the Great Recession and all that crap. No, um, no. Uh, that that was just. No, uh, we elected a Marxist black person. Uh, enough of the young people were um, brainwashed to vote for race, to be racist. That's the definition. So they could be the good white. I voted for the black guy. I'm not racist, yeah. which is exactly a certain percentage of them did. Um, Barack Obama, if you look at any of his background, who actually I think he's a well-intended guy, um, but he only sees things through race. The man never yeah. worked a job in his life. He's a rich, spoiled little pussy. Um, his grandma paid for everything. Look at it, you know. Um, and you you elected that guy because it was popular uh, to do so. He only knew things about race and class. He put that into uh, a lot of presidential policies. But the United States was already going that direction long before that because God Almighty was 2008. 
easily 15 years before that, they were pushing the diversity and the socialism and do 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 in college. What another beer? Yes, sir. <clears throat> so I, when I was Dallas Blonde, sorry. It's oh, school. nice. Yeah. Tell anyway, her I want to see. Tell her I want to see the Dallas Redhead. That's what I want to see. There's actually one in the fridge. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I saw stuff have this even even going back into the 80s teachers are telling us marxist shit and all the environment and then that time it was the ozone layer and then it was the evil paper companies and dude this has been happening long ago one would argue maybe as far back as woodrow wilson certainly fdr and definitely the pot smoking boomer piece of shit hippies <laughs> you know <clears throat> um so that's uh yeah, so I don't think it was conspiratorial. This is just how things go. You get a lot of money. People get lazy. They forgot how the money was made. They say, oh, Vlad has more than Eric. Vlad is a capitalist bastard, and we need to tax Vlad. And get in. And if you don't, well, then you hate brown-eyed people, or yeah. you hate tall people, or you hate short people. And it, it, no, this is not. This is just Americans being lazy pieces of shit. That's it. It's not a conspiracy. And Obama was just merely the, the, the capitalist of sorts, the businessman who was going to deliver it to him. You know, Hillary was supposed to deliver everything for women. That was supposed to be Barack delivered on race. Hillary was supposed to deliver on pussy. And like, oh, women, 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 women. I did you not hear it, you know, five years ago yeah. when they had the election? Feel me in, you know. I, I'm comfortable admitting this. Remember, I'm younger. I didn't know as much. Like, I was actually, I was looking forward to Obama's presidency before, you know, he was in office because mm -hmm. I didn't really like what Bush had done. And I was like, all right, well, let's see what, let's see what he can do. But I, I didn't know it would kind of lead to the whole, like, you know, Demo like he basically split people into demographics. And it just I, I don't think he did. He maybe accelerated that trend, yeah, but that trend was already it. already well on its way. Already mm -hmm. well on its way. Yeah. Um, Nathan Jones for five dollars. Georgia is also running a guaranteed income program pilot program for low income households, Atlanta, I think. Mm -hmm. um, Atlanta is kind of, be, or Georgia's kind of become a blue state, uh, I think, because I, of, yeah. Okay. Because the poor people were told so. Okay, good. Like, hey, have fun being poor in Atlanta. <laughs> just, you know, whatever you do, keep having more kids. All right. That's, that just keep having more kids. I'm sure everything would be just, and, and b blame other people for your problems. I've actually been there several times for work. I, I wasn't mm -hmm. a fan. Um, Dung is fun for five bucks. Why is the federal government mandating working people to get the root beer float, but not welfare recipients? Because um, because they want the vote. That's it. Of course. Yeah. You and I are among the few who don't have to worry about any of that, which is kind of cool. Do you, do you got, oh, but I don't like self-employment. <laughs> I took some heat at Christmas. Like, you need to get that. Like, whatever. I don't catch heat from my family. You know why? Because you don't have to spend that much time. Well, no. Many years ago, I, I kind of laid the ground down. By many years ago, it was like I was 18. I'm like, well, if you want to see me, one, I need money to get there. And two, mm -hmm. you're not going to tell me anything to do. And that kind of. Yeah. Uh, the competent man for $5. UBI money, turd flinging monkey nailed it. They will do what they did with the stimulus checks. <laughs> crypto nft and other bs and when they lose it all cry to the government for help yeah 
Uh, those would be some of the smarter people that receive government money. Most people just spend it on stupid clothes booze. and booze and drugs and, and uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever stupid poor people buy for. What do stupid people, uh, poor people buy for status? I know it was rims at one time, but I mean. Shoes are a big thing. Shoes. Okay, sure. Shoes. Um, shoes. All right. I was going to say lottery tickets, but that's not for status. No, that's just. You don't show that off. Are grills yeah. a thing or did that go away? Uh, I know they used to be a thing. I don't see so much of no. that anymore. I know in, in Wyoming, because grills would be predominantly black community, but white people, uh, truck nuts. You always had to have truck nuts. <laughs> truck yeah, they get you truck nuts. That was. That was <laughs> Um, I kind of lost my place. Is the next one you? Yeah, dung is fun for five dollars. Why can't the government do a tax rebate for people with vasectomies or their tubes tied? Because it makes too much sense. I have another idea about why. Okay, because they actually want to encourage people to have kids because they think that those kids that they're having will actually contribute to the tax base, you know, X number of years from now. But the Mm -hmm. way things are going, everybody's just trying to suckle off the government's teeth. So what are we teaching these kids? Here's the Minneapolis people are not intelligent enough to do this. If you want, if your argument is to have immigrants come in for a tax base and have people to have more children. So there's a tax base. Why don't you pay the productive people? to produce children. Now there's no guarantee those kids are going to become productive because we, especially in, in speaking of Minneapolis people, there's a suburban Minnesota people who they work hard and then they spoil little daddy's princess and prince with a ton of money. They become Marcia's little quantahas out of Carlton. So there, there really isn't any guarantee paying the productive people will have productive children. Right. But if you just stop, paying poor people to have kids there right. won't be future generations of welfare recipients and there's your, your savings would come in but then they lose their voters right See? and the and the minneapolis people can't work a real job they need to be on their nonprofits and their their, their assistant boards god minneapolis dre for two bucks great saying in the in the marines pain retains there was another uh marine he uh, talked about how you could complain, but you had to come up with a solution. I think the drill instructor, not the drill instructor, commanding Actually, dr- sergeant or whatever, uh, he said. One of the only good bosses I had used to, and he was a good boss. He was like, mm-hmm. look, if you have a problem, I'll help you with it. But I'd like you to at least come to me with how you think we could solve it. Mm-hmm. I thought right. that was good advice. Yeah. Yeah. The This sergeant, I think maybe it was a platoon sergeant. Um, he be, I see a lot of bitching by here. No solutions. What are your solutions? <laughs> Dung is fun. Misspelled your last name, but he asks for five bucks. Aaron Clary, if we gave welfare recipients extra money to get vasectomy or their tubes tied, would it help in the long run? Uh, you kind of answered that. Yeah, it would not just help. It would eliminate the welfare state. You, you would, you would end poverty. You would stop uh, having children being born into poverty, condemned to poverty, and and only people who could afford children would have it. So at least the kids during the childhood arguably wouldn't be poor. Now, they might grow up and become idiot adults and major in liberal arts or go to the Carlson School of Management and then become poor. All right. But you would you would end it. You can't it, uh, imagine there wasn't a generation of poor people. 
right? Mm -hmm. Like all the welfare. All, let's imagine this. Single moms didn't have kids for an entire generation. What do you think would happen to the welfare rolls? They tank. There yeah. would be, there'd be no kids. There'd be no, you know, like you wouldn't even have, you'd save money on the schools. You know, there, we would, we could close down like half the schools probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then their crime would probably drop too. Um, it's not, but you know, it, it ain't going to happen in my life because everyone's stupid. So. Right. I like this. This is interesting. Uh, Unifrog for $70 Australian pop. What's the exchange rate? Uh, I think it's 1.3 Australian to US roughly. AUS. Really? Yeah, it, 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 they're pretty undervalued. Yeah, point, uh, point seven two $0.72. Yeah, boy, I, I paid this that pretty good. This was super chat then. Yeah, that's 50 bucks. yeah. My goodness, thanks. Did you want us to say anything else besides pop or... That's what I'm confused. Are you promoting Terrence Pop? No. <laughs> I don't see anything else in the chat. Uh, Unifrog. Oh, we cleaned up? Oh, uh, there's one more down here. Okay. Um, Nigel Cardoso for five British pounds. Do you see that? No, I'm scrolling. Got a lot of scrolling. <laughs> this a lot is a little bit scrolling. More All right, Nigel Cardoso, five British pounds. Happiness is temporary and <laughs> sadness is forever. That's uh, that's great. A bit of a nihilistic take on things, but uh, hey, we're caught up. Look yeah, at that! Wow. All right. Well, that was arguably probably the most profitable podcast we've ever done, and we even got through the uh, through the thing. Um, I would like to mention our sponsors, AcademicComposition.com. Go to AcademicComposition.com if you want somebody else to write your worthless college papers for you, and also if you're looking for a job, Alex, who owns AcademicComposition.com, <clears throat> is always looking for someone to hire to do some writing. So tell them that Cappy sent you. We got that. Um, hang on, I took the notes here. I should remember this. Um, boo -boo 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 -boo. Oh, Beyond Demon. I forgot to promote this guy's book during Christmas. Um, if you guys are interested in fiction, you guys want fiction. Um, this guy had me edit his book, uh, Dr. Michael Sullivan. Uh, he wrote a book called Beyond Demon, and you can find that on Amazon. It is the best fiction book I've ever read. Now, admittedly, I haven't read that much, um, but this is it, – it was good. It was really good, and they should turn it into a movie, which they won't because it's it's really cool. But, uh, Chad, hear this out. It, it's about drug running in the uh, late 60s mm. with hippie girls with big tits and long hair and a guy who's a really good hiker. So he hikes across an area between the desert that no one thinks any man can make it through. And there's federales and there's a boat chase. And then there's a gal in Texas who she kind of has a heart in El Paso. She's got a kind of a soft spot for the hero. Uh, but then he has to go and go after the bad guy and he's in Brownsville and, and there's FBI agents and it's really good. And it, and there's girls with big tits and long hair. And so, um, I was going to say, if you really like fiction that much, just watch CNN. Hey, hey. No, it's boring <laughs> fiction. Let me guess. The rich white man did it again, huh? Is that the problem? <laughs> Let me guess, Anderson Cooper, you fucking robot. Oh, serious, stern look. Looking stern, serious. Hey, suck some. Oh, wait, actually, he is gay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Kiss more ass, which you don't have to because he's, what, a Rockefeller trust fund baby? Oh, he is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Well, Anderson Cooper. Oh, he's just so clean. And Lord plastic. Vanderbilt. 
That's his family, Lord Vanier. Oh, okay. That's uh yeah. oh, one more. Oh, Nigel for five. Uh, how to make 100K as an accountant. You're either going to rise to the level of accounting manager or controller, or you become an entrepreneur and you eat what you kill and they can mm-hmm. make six figures. There we go. But Chad, I don't want to become an entrepreneur. Can it's I just hard. continue working my sucky job and crying and be sucky and be miserable? It's hard for people to become entrepreneurs. I, I don't want to find my own work. I <laughs> I just want work given to me and paid a fraction of what I get paid otherwise if I found my own damn work. <laughs> yeah, that's... Damn, Perry in the house again. Oh, did he do another one? Yeah, another one. Lance, oh. you got to like, don't pay us your rent for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, dude, Hopefully I'm starting to feel bad about this. You've already dropped like. Yeah, I'm not feeling days. bad just yet. I'm not kidding. Um, Cappy and Vlad, do you think the USA should pass a soldier tax to take care of vets for life? I think vets deserve something. I don't know. Well, about we have that. we have the the, the VA. GI bill. Well, there's the GI bill. There's also the VA. Yeah. We we am I I will I'm, I know I'm not going to be popular here um but we we overpay our soldiers I think now if you're injured or death yes obviously you pay the ultimate price so you should be compensated there but I got plenty of military buddies who I love them to death oh yeah I'm eighty percent disabled which doesn't mean you've lost eighty percent of your functionality it means well they could be that too yeah. which I would take a little bit more seriously yeah but oh yeah I'm I, I injured my foot I'm like. You ran a marathon. Yeah, but, you know, and then they get, like, literally thousands of dollars a month for disability. Uh, old President Cappy would be auditing that very heavily. <laughs> I'm all for the GI Bill. Um, oh, and your living allowance? Like, yeah, you're going to go online for for a couple years because what they'll do is, like, they'll attend school in San Francisco, and they'll get a huge housing allowance, but then they'll go live with a buddy outside of San Francisco and go to school online. Like, yeah, that that's going to come to an end. Uh, you'll get some working the system. I've definitely seen Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 like when you're running marathons, but you're 70% disabled. Mm-hmm. So some vets can get any prescription drug they want, even ones they don't need. And some of them, well, I'll just end it right there. <laughs> Sell it on the side. Yeah. I, I, there's, what I'd probably do is take the extra money and kind of streamline the VA a little bit. Uh, but yeah, you're there. They are. Our military is handsomely compensated. Uh, and I think there's a little, a little fat that could use some trim in there as well. So don't think I'm just, you know, like, Oh yeah. Anything for the military. Like, hold on. Not everything in anything for the military. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Unifrog was just clarifying that that he would continue to <laughs> <he was> <laughs> fifty dollars a pop. So just being charitable. That was thank really you very thank man. you very much, Unifrog. Thank all you, you guys, much. Lance, and really all y'all that are yeah. You know that was Mexi awesome. Mike, who like you know over three hours that is two bucks a pop will inevitably get to fifty dollars <laughs> total. Yeah, him and Dre, you know, like just, they're like the mosquito bites. They get a little bit out. Take a little blood from us here and there. Blood shekels. Yeah, here, get Mexi mics. Oh, uh, ouch, a harmless wood sliver, my fainting cow. Oh, my God, fetch me my disability check. I know. This... There's, and here's what it is. These military guys like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. They don't dung tax is it fun. <laughs> uh, Dung is fun for five bucks. 
Y'all too give me a good talking point for my friends that work in IT that work from home. Good. Good. I'm glad we did. So, all right. Um, I'm going to read the prayer and we're going to get going. Everyone, bow your hands up. Uh, dear, great, merciful Corona Chen, thank you for your non sentient and zero fucks given truth, the teeth and threats that have been missing so much from the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O oh great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have one month's supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. Let us make sure there are no more super chats. Did you Chad, take it? Yeah. My oh, dad was cool. a pastor. We had to recite a bunch of fucking bullshit shit in this Nazi school of Christians. We had to write our own prayers. Oh, oh, don't even get me. I could be a pastor if I wanted to. Just know exactly what to say. God says to bail out the single moms, and you're mean if you don't. All the women come in with their government money and put the money in the donation plate. All right, take us out. Toodles. <laughs>